everybody. Welcome to the first ever Downtime with Downstar driving experience. I'm your host, Frank Downstar, along with my co-host... RC, what's up, yo? RC, what's up, BB? So tell us the plan today. What are we doing? Uh, We are going to LA and picking up Rywire and doing a a podcast driving today in the M8. (laughs) I love it, bro. I'm excited. Thank you guys for uh, tuning in. I think we're going to have to have that. We're still testing this out, everybody. Want to see what sounds good. Windows up, windows down. I, I think you're... Kenny Dip, baby. Yeah, for sure. They're going to hit the uh, one highway to go up to PCH and Neptune. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Cool thing about this all is we could uh, we could actually listen to music. Yeah. While we're uh, while we're bullshitting too. We're done. It's gonna get demonetized anyway. So uh, if you guys are just listening on. Uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes. Make sure you guys check us out on YouTube on youtube.com slash Downstar Inc. Or just search Downstar. But, uh, Randa, tell me about life, bro. How's everything been, dude? Oh, man, everything's been good. Just living, bro. Loving living here in Ventura, California. It's just sick. I know, man. It's a complete 180 from what I was doing before. So tell everybody where you're, uh... Where you moved from? Uh, moved from Phoenix, Arizona, Peoria, Arizona, to uh, Ventura. Damn, I thought you were out of Tempe, bro. Tempe? <laughs> yeah, right? I thought you were out of Tempe, dog. Yeah, that's the opposite <laughs> side of town, bro. That's where his shoes at. Man, so uh, so Arizona, bro, it's just like an oven out there or what? Oh, yeah, for sure. As soon as you open the door up, it's like... Uh, just oven. So you know what I mean when the, the hot air comes out of the oven just blasts you <laughs> yeah. in the face. That's what it feels like every single time. Well, it so. took you 35 years to make the right choice, bro, but I'm glad you did it. Yeah, me too, man. So, Quality of life. Yeah. You know, that's that's such a huge one that people, they never even focus on, really, is like the actual quality of their life. So if they're in a situation they don't want to be at or, you know, a place they live or whatever. Yeah. It always seems like it's so hard for them just to make that change, but in reality, it's not that hard. More of the the difficult part of it is just letting go of personal feelings and go getting over any uh, any doubt or anything like that. You know, yeah. the way that I think about it is if you can make a living somewhere, you can make a living anywhere, yep. and not even in the same city, same town same state i'm talking about even the same country dude like when we would go to japan all i'm looking at is everybody else that lives there and i just think like well if this dude could live there i could live there you know yeah right for sure yeah but uh very cool that you made this change bro i'm excited Um, yeah i love it not only for you but um for what we're going to be able to create in the future too you know yeah, I'm excited. It's gonna be a good time, man. Place a motivating place. Yeah, right. Feels good to wake up and feel good. <laughs> For sure. Say it again, bro. It feels good to wake up and feel good. Yeah, feels good to wake up and feel good. I bet it does, man. That's what's up. So, 
guys, we're headed over to uh, pick up Rywire in Santa Monica. He's gonna meet us out there. He's gonna park his car, and we're all gonna hop in here and uh, just cruise LA, go out to eat, and uh, have a good time, man. Um, I know we just do a lot of uh, a lot of business stuff and a lot of focusing on Downstar as the business and taking care of tasks that have to do with that, but. I'm pretty excited for this to not have anything to do with work today, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm excited for work, too, but, you know. Sometimes. You know, work is uh, work is a lot better and it's a lot more manageable when it's actually uh, your work. Yeah. You don't have to work for anybody. <laughs> I was talking to Ash about that yesterday, and um, we were just talking about, like, past bosses and experiences and things like that, how, how they would just, like, belittle the... Uh, the employees yeah you know what i mean it's just like dude i don't know how me as a man could allow that anymore yeah i mean i i don't even know how i was able to allow it in the past yeah just because they know that they have you by the balls you know if you need this job if you don't have this job then you know your whole living situation is going to be affected yeah but I don't know if I could ever go back to that. What do you think? Uh, yeah, well, you know, fortunately for me, my boss is kind of cool, so, <laughs> but I've had some asshole bosses in the past where that's why I'm always, like, you know, doing my own thing or whatever, so. Yeah. You know, it's easier to be working with somebody that's, you know, on the same path or like-minded and uh, wants to do the same kind of thing in life, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. I don't know bosses in the past is just different mindset I guess yeah now you've been um, you've been self-employed before what did you like about it and what did you dislike about it uh, like about it I had you know I just pick my own basically my own hours to work or whatever if I need to do something I could go do it but uh, you know basically running my day doing what I needed to do yeah and uh not what somebody else need me to do and then doing what I need to do after hours, you know what I mean? So that's good. If I need to get my kid or something, I could do that. If, uh, you know, I got to go to the doctor appointment, I could do that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's also stressful every day, you know what I mean? So <laughs> it's like uh, one or the other. You, you, like, pay for those pleasures. Yeah, for you know, sure. it's not. It doesn't come out of nowhere. Yeah. You're definitely paying for it. Yeah. So those opportunities where you're able to leave early to go to a doctor's appointment, or you know, take your kid to softball practice, or whatever it is, you're definitely paying for that because uh, you're gonna have to work more hours. But yeah, for sure. I like it like that. Yeah. You know, I like working. I like working. I like creating things. I like completing things having tasks that are finished doing things you know yeah i think uh in reincarnation i was probably like an ant or something like that because i'm just always just down to like build things yeah but um it makes it easier out here for sure because the weather's fucking amazing so yeah it makes it easier to want to stay working hard out here because you're not immediately immediately thinking when you walk outside how hot it is you know what i mean like it feels good so the motivation to me stays there you know what i mean yeah. like i want to keep working keep progressing keep doing good and like it like i said every day i wake up feels good to feel good so you know yeah this weather just motivated me you know what i mean so me and you on the same 
wavelength over here. Yeah, so. hell yeah. I love it, bro. I've always wanted to work with you. Shit. For as long as we've been hanging out closely together, you know? Yeah. And we've been going to the Eibach meets and things like that. You've always had that same idea where you wanted to move to California and you uh, you wanted to just like get back into the industry and things like that. Yeah. Every time you would say it, I'm always just thinking in my head like, damn, I wish RC could come work with us, you know? Yeah. I wish we could all work together and, and create. And um, it's crazy how shit like that just happens, dude. Yeah, right? And the, the years, like the process, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it seemed like it was going to happen, kind of, you know? It just It's just hard to think about that it was actually going to happen because it's just the money to live out here and everything. And then it to actually happening, you know what I mean? It's just fucking crazy. Did you ever feel at one point that it was just like a like a too good to be true? Like fuck, something's gonna fall through. Yeah, I think we both felt like that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and there was plenty of things that could happen to like make it fucking almost be like that too. So it's just like fuck, man. Yeah. Um, but and when those things were happening, and one of the things that I was telling you, and I always try to tell myself, is that when you're going through a hard time this is this is whatever god or energy or the universe trying to tell you if you're per, trying to see if you're actually prepared for that next step in life yeah right so it'll throw little things at you and see okay do you really want this yeah because we're gonna throw this small roadblock in the way are you gonna let this roadblock stop you from whatever dream that you're having yeah. you know and we're uh we're actually dealing with that right now with the uh the pad you know, we're trying to look for another house and just uh, the roadblocks going through that and just everything in my mind, I'm just like, you know, let's just keep going for it. Let's just keep fighting because I know that we're just right there Yeah. at the brink of things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Just got to trust the process. What are we doing the process, bro? I know, man. Even this, you know, hopefully, that, hopefully people like this because... To be honest, we really don't get that much much time to just go out and cruise. Yeah. So if we can go out and cruise for like half the day. Yeah, right. And get a podcast and get some content out of it. That's two birds stoned at once, bro. Definitely stoned. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 9.46 in the morning, guys. Just uh, just note that. Definitely. Speaking of that. Fire uh, outside right now, too. You have, a, you have a whole backpack back there what's what's your backpack full of oh uh, you know uh i got some sour head or sour head lemon head candy <laughs> from winco and i got my uh strawberry what are those the sour strap or the belts or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah man those are so fire too my mouth is like raw from them yesterday bro <laughs> and then uh what else uh yeah man my mouth fucking hurts though from yesterday dude you know what's funny bro speaking of that um you know my boy tj right yeah this fucking guy, I don't know what his obsession is with uh, sour candies. Probably the same thing as you, bro. Yeah, me, bro. The same when, thing. When we worked at Best Buy together, bro, uh-huh. this fool would eat so many warheads that his tongue would bleed. Oh, shit. Like, I legit had a picture of his tongue with blood on yeah, it. Yeah, you get addicted to it. It's like... <laughs> it's like kind of like the same thing with hot sauce, bro. Like, if you get one that's, like, super hot, you just fucking... But you just can't stop fucking going, bro, just because uh-huh. like, your fucking mouth is on fire tongues on fire 
all the senses in your mouth are just like, fuck you, stop, but you're like, fuck you, I'm not stopping. Yeah. Yeah, bro, that's me with sour candy too, but not to the point of bleeding, bro. Yeah, so to the point of bleeding, though, guys, make sure you go hit up TJ at uh, Team Money 805 and ask him what the fuck his problem is. Because <laughs> he would eat warheads uh, until his shit. tongue bled, dude. Legit. That's hardcore, bro. Yeah, bro, that's, that's an addiction. It is, I'm telling you, but I'm addicted to like uh, the Sour Patch Extremes. Like I wasn't even never a fan of Sour Patch before because they just didn't do the job. They weren't sour enough. Yeah. But when they came out, the Sour Patch Extremes, them shits are fucking money, son, and the flavors are delicious. And then uh, what are those? They used to be Shockers, but now there's the Sweet Tart Chewy Sours or whatever. I don't know why they changed the name. Oh, gotcha. Shockers was such a better name, and the packaging was way the fuck cooler. I don't know what happened there, but those are also my go-to. But uh, Winko, man, Winko delivered yesterday with those sour bells and shits are fire. So, does Winko have the um, the little plastic containers that you open? Yeah, where you get where you can just buy it in bulk. <laughs> yeah, bro, that shit's dangerous. Me and the homie were in there yesterday. He just like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Kenny, man. I know he's listening right now. Kenny just stopped by the shop, and uh, he actually came into town to visit RC. And uh, he stopped by the shop and checked us out before we headed out. Uh, yeah. Huge supporter, man. Shout out to Kenny. Hell yeah. <laughs> Love when the homies come visit. Hell yeah. You know, I was just looking at that bike salivating right now, bro. Yeah, right? I was like, it's early. Ain't nobody, no cops on the road. I'll fuck your bike up, dude. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's wide open just now, too. <laughs> Lucky. I gotta be responsible, guys. But, uh, the other day, I, I served up some bike. Remember that? Yep. That was a good time. It was, man. Because I just kept looking. And I was like, where's he at? Where's he at? Where's he at? And he was just behind the whole time. I would like to race a bike from a dig, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that would be fun. But... Then I get kind of scared, bro. What if, like, he crashes? I think know? it'd be hard for him to hang from a dig just because he would have to get out of the hole so fast. And this car gets out of the hole so fast because it's all-wheel drive. So, yeah. you know, almost 700 horsepower with the tune. And yeah. versus a bike, you know, they still still have to get out of the hole decently fast. You know what I mean? So it's not like this is just a front-wheel drive or rear-wheel drive spinning. Yeah, but you know you the, the, the stigma yeah. of a bike, though. Yeah. It's just intimidating. Well, let's find one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This whole bash is not listening. I'm just kidding, Please, Ash. Please, nobody send a timestamp to Ash. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be racing on the street, man. There's no, bad news. There's no bikes on the street. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But if we do come up on a Lambo or something, yep, I'm definitely fucking it. with them. Yep. The, um... I told this on a, a pod not long ago that I was uh, driving the car back from LA. Actually, Ash took me over there to pick up the car. Um, when I got downpipes on it, and I was uh, right when I jumped on the freeway, I saw a Huracan that was right behind him. And right when I jumped on the freeway, that was going 65 in the oh, slow. Shit. And I'm like, man, what the fuck, dude? You can't have that car going 65. So then I see another Huracan. This is how crazy LA is, guys. Jump on behind a Huracan. One minute of being on the freeway, I see another Huracan, and now this one's a convertible one, and I can see the dude has dreads. And I'm like, okay, what better way to break this bitch in 
is to smash on like little pump in a in a convertible hurricane. Ah, we think he has like a fast car, you know, That's which funny. it is a fast car. Don't get me wrong, but I finally think that I, I have a chance now. Ah, you're fucking hilarious. <laughs> so that was my plan, dude. Well, like I'm gonna go smash on little pump right now. It's a nice Sunday right now, bro. Never know who's out. <laughs> yeah. We got the protesters out already. Oh dude. yeah, donations, bro. What's to say? Donate protester. Memory oh, of Don Beto. Rest in peace, homie. That's sad, bro. Let me see if I have any cash down. Roll that shit down real quick, baby. Please. Here you go. Thank you, You're welcome. Good luck. It's sad because I know that they're out here uh, grinding. Oh, there's that fool's car, dude. Remember that fool down the street from... Yeah. What's up to you? <laughs> What's up to you, guy that nobody would know? You know what? If anybody likes this podcast, leave a note below. Because um, I enjoy this a lot. We could probably do this like, you know, once every week or once every couple of weeks add this into the lineup maybe get like more gopro set up hell yeah one on the outside and you know one for the 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 back seat look at these good old boys next to us dude hell yeah farm truck baby damn they're uh i think they're related to uh jeepers creepers bro maybe looks like it yeah the rust has rust on this one what if that thing just left the line doing a wheelie bro <sighs> might dude just stood up Farm truck and Asian. Oh man! So what are you uh, what are you trying to eat, dude? What do you think we should eat? Ooh, I don't know, man. Because I think that that's gonna be up to us. Well, first of all, we're the ones that are hosting the show. So. Oh, okay. Well, I think you should have thought of that by now. Because I've know been what, thinking I don't about know it. what the fuck's out here, bro. So I'm expecting you to fucking take me to something delicious. I've been thinking about it. So, oh, yeah. guys, this is the route that we're taking right now. We're about to jump on the uh, PCH. If you guys don't know what that is, that's the uh, the one highway here Pacific in SoCal. Coast Pacific highway. Coast Highway, yes. And um, where we're going to jump on at is where the uh, Magoo Rock is. Maybe yeah, some yeah. of you guys don't know the name, but I'm sure that you guys have seen it because it's been in a lot of movies and commercials and things like that. It's just a, a, a huge rock. That's basically all it is. I should have grabbed my GoPro, huh? You didn't, you didn't bring it? It's in the trunk. Oh, shit. We should uh stop and grab that real quick. Yeah. Oh uh, man, poor lady, she's in a hurry. I, I hate know, to right? see like the buses the buses went by. Ah, oh, poor thing. I hate to see moms and grandmas and shit in a hurry. Yeah, she's all running trying to catch the bus. Oh shit, here we go. Oh crap. I'm gonna take these off. Yeah. Get out and they fucking Alright guys, Randog is just grabbing his GoPro. We're gonna add um other video footage. Into this. Oh, and Ryan just texts us oh right now. Oh my god, bro. You forgot at the shop? It's on my window of my car. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god, son. <laughs> you know we're not turning around, right? I know we're not. I can't believe that shit. I'll buy you a new GoPro. Oh my god. No one's gonna fuck with that, dude. Nah, it'll still be there. It's on the fucking cowl, so it blends in with the cowl. 
But I can't believe I left that shit there. I put it there. Every time I ever fucking put something down and I tell myself, I'm not going to forget it here. I fucking forget it there. Every single fucking time. I don't know why I just don't just quit doing that shit. Do you feel like you're a forgetful person? Uh, sometimes when I'm like, feel like I'm in a hurry or trying to leave or something. or just When you're ODing on fucking sour candies? I haven't had any today. Hmm. You literally have a sack, bro. I just I want everybody yeah, to know. I do have a stack. I appreciate you for pouring that out. <laughs> Whichever grocery store you guys go to, you know, it has the uh, the candy that's just in the plastic thing. And then it has, like, the, the scooper. That dude's got a nice form to him. It's <laughs> run. Really? And then you just got, like, half pound of lemon heads. Dude, who does that? Bro, I can't believe <laughs> I left my GoPro on my car. It's all good. Day still feels good though. Fuck it. It's meant to be there. Beautiful day, baby. And if it's not there when I get back, you know, I bless somebody else with my GoPro. Damn. It's probably going to be melted in the fucking sun. It's nah, probably not going to want life anymore. I'm pretty sure that GoPros are meant to go through the ringer. Yeah, but probably not like just sit in the direct sun fucking half the day. But they've been dropped from space. They've been in like space. Oh, yeah, true that. You know? I mean. Yeah, you're right. It'll be, be all right. Great. Don't worry know. about it. You're trying to ruin the day? No, I ain't worried about it. But you're ruining the day already. Am I? Damn. Yeah. I just feel like it. I feel happy still. It's 9.56. RC already ruined the day. I feel happy. I don't know why you don't. All right, good. I need a little bit of it. I'm not worried about it. You ever see people that are... Oh, you're, you are mad tall. You probably don't have tall envy, but I always see people that are, like, pretty tall, like you and Alex, and it, it kind of bothers me. Like, I'm low-key. Why? Hating. Because I'm, I'm tall. Five eight, dude. Just get some fucking. Get. Don't they have those things you stick in your shoes and make lifters your taller? <laughs> an inch though. What the fuck is an inch? Uh, well, it a lot. Five eight for an inch is a lot, bro. It's still in the fives. In a lot though. of different ways. Yeah. Well, okay, so here's the dilemma, right? Yeah. Would you take an inch off of your height to add an inch onto your dick? Ha! Huh? No. No? No. Oh my god. So you are, show it then, fucking big boy. Nah, man, I'm girl, not sure what the fuck we went over this shit. Who? Nah, not me. But I would still be over six foot, no, so I guess. Me. Hey, hell yeah, that's whatever. What, that's what I'm saying. But I like being 6'2, bro. 6'1 is too close to the six foot mark. <laughs> if I shrink as I get older, I'll be under six foot if I do that. I'd be down to be like 5'4, dude. <laughs> No, you wouldn't. You only like being 5'8". Five, 5'4 five, with like a fucking huge ass dong, bro. Oh my god. Now I'm sure anything... I, I've, I've seen like homeless dudes pissing outside with like huge dongs, so it's like... Just because you, you got a huge <laughs> dong doesn't mean you're going to succeed in life. Oh you know? my gosh, bro. That's the misconception, you know? Yeah. What if you got a huge dong, but you, you don't have no game? Well, thankfully I don't have a huge dong. I have no game. You don't have game, dude. Yeah. That shit true. bothers me. What? You're bothering me a lot today. Don't that you don't have game. I don't want any. Who was I trying to harass you to? Uh, the chick at the, oh, at the breakfast good, place. Good egg or whatever. <laughs> Eggs and things. Good egg. She'd be like, no. I'm like, okay. Now I can sit back down. You gotta do it differently, dude. My brain doesn't process spitting game. Yeah. You know, that's like the worst thing about being single, bro. Why? 
Well, my my brain process is building cars pretty good, so. There you go. You know. But not build a relationship? Not fucking walking up to some random chick and <laughs> spitting of, game. Out of nowhere? <laughs> yeah. This <laughs> is the hardest fuck? thing, dude. Especially you spoiled-ass kids listening right now, like Alex. Born in '99, like bro. Alex, you have no fucking fuck? idea what it's like to have to call a house and pray that the dad doesn't answer, dude. Alex, a hustler. Yeah, he is. I got you, Alex. But he's born in '99, dude. I know, if you're right? born in '99, he was what? When he got his phone, it was like what 2015 or something sne- like he that. He could still have been sneaking in and out of windows and stuff. Yeah, I guess so, but that's still old school. What I'm saying is, everybody already had cell phones by the time that he was out. Yeah, on right? the streets yeah not us bro I remember I called this girl like three times in a row because the phone kept tripping because it was like that Nokia phone yeah and technology of, of cell phones back in the day was uh, a lot different yeah and, uh, it just seemed like it wasn't going through and finally when it did go through the, uh, the dad wasn't that happy with me like prank calling them which I wasn't. I was just trying to talk to his daughter. But, uh, whatever. Maybe they were dating. I don't fucking know, Doug. But he was really mad. <laughs> hey, back in, like, uh, let me see. All right. Back when I had my 68 Charger, uh, what age was that? Like, 15, 16? Yeah. yeah, 15. All right. So, I had my permit when I was, like, 15 and a half. That's when you could get it. All right, cool. Right when I turned 16, like that summer or whatever, I had like emergency use only cell phone. Mm-hmm. And back then, this is when you pay for like every minute. You know yeah. what I mean? You get like 90 minutes for the month. You get like. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. 90 minutes? Yeah, bro. That's how the plans <laughs> were. You don't remember that shit back then? We the same oh, age, bro. You remember I- how. Remember how you used to have to pay for like every minute that you used? I remember you used to have to pay for uh, every text, even if you yeah. get it or uh, send it or receive it. Yep, everything. Yeah. Which is weird now when they say fucking, you know, you see the commercials or whatever saying text message rates may apply or whatever. It's just like, holy shit, who doesn't have unlimited everything? <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought that was like standard for any phone company nowadays. Yeah. But, anyways, back then, like, I had an emergency use only $75 a month. 90 minutes cell phone that my mom let me use or whatever being that young like you didn't understand the concept of fucking don't let all your friends use your fucking phone you know it's like oh shit cool as fuck I got a cell phone literally nobody else does and fucking uh I was just letting people use my phone I'd be using it like a motherfucker bro and next thing I know I had $2,000 fucking phone bill 2000 yep boom son $2,200 yeah, so that's the main reason that my mom sold my charger, bro, because I was a fucking, you know. I, around no the, shit. Yeah, around the same time I wrecked my dad's truck, literally looking, literally this is what I was doing, looking at a blue SI that was passing by, bro. This is when the shit was brand new. Like, oh, this, horny. Yeah, this was like in 2000. These, so these cars were brand new. So a brand new one was passing by. I was like, oh, shit, SI. And I fucking, I was looking at it, my friends were looking at it, I was passing by just so happened this van full old people right in front of me decided to stop instead of getting the left lane the middle lane and to make the left turn yeah and fucking uh i fucking hit the back of them bro rear-ended them so all six of them went to the hospital and, i was uh, just gonna say how do you know it's a van full of old people bro, but they it was all, legit six old people yes handicapped Oh shit! Yeah, they all went to the fucking hospital in a fucking uh, in an ambulance, bro. 
So I had a fatty, you know, fatty bill. Anyways. Oh my God, bro. Yeah, I know, right? Look at me. So between that, needing to pay the deductible for that, and then the $2,200 phone bill, I just feel like my mom set me up for failure on that one, on the phone bill. But anyway. Yeah, it's mom's fault, definitely. Yeah, I still love my mom, whatever, $2,200 fucking phone bill and fucking, uh, an accident later, I had to fucking sell my charger. So, 68 charger, bro. That's a hard loss at 16. 16? You're a fucking badass 16-year-old, bro. Oh, uh, yeah. God, that's why I started fucking up, man. You know, Christian's 13. I can't imagine him in three years almost murdering six old people. Well, thanks. So, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> that's the reality of it. You know what I mean? So, Guys, if you're looking right now... <laughs> We are uh, passing Magoo Rock. I feel like a, a, a tour guide in uh, in New York. So on the right hand side, we got Magoo Rock right here in the uh, the, the crevice or the uh, the splitage. Ooh, let me let me stun on these fools right here. Can you guys hear it? Let me get out of here, old man. <laughs> Such an idiot. Speaking of 16-year-olds, this car really makes me feel like a 16-year-old. Yeah, this shit's tight as fuck. Record the uh, timestamp on the GoPro when you're done. So that we know when to match it up. Okay. So we just passed Magoo Rock right now. And we just saw, uh, what was that, like a McLaren? Yeah. McLaren and some other stuff. If you guys are ever in California, I would definitely recommend doing this drive. Because you're probably going to see a lot of uh, awesome cars along the way they're always out for their Sunday cruise and hopefully we catch a little pump slipping it's tight seeing the waves crashing right here on these rocks bro an important part of buying Honda parts online is making sure that you can trust the company that you're dealing with to get you the right parts reliably. You're spending a lot of money and you spent a lot of time researching your build. The last thing that you may want to do is send cash to a website where you may never see it again and worse yet, never see parts. With Heel Toe Automotive, an 18 year history track record is part of the deal. Heeltoe brings you deep industry connects, professional parts recommendations, alternative ideas when your parts aren't available, and will even contact you if something on your order looks out of ordinary before it ships. Heeltoe's unique checkout allows you to select a deadline to receive your parts to make sure you get them in the time for your project plans. You can buy parts online anywhere, but Heeltoe knows what truly matters to an enthusiast. Professionalism, swiftness and accuracy heeltoe is in your corner visit heeltoeauto.com or you can call or text at 949-295-1668 and make sure you check them out on instagram at heeltoe automotive i love this fucking place bro yeah man take it in bro Woo, that shit is tight as fuck endless yeah, yeah. I love it. It just goes forever. Uh, can't wait to be mobbing in a turbo car, bro. Just speaking of that, let's talk about it, bro. What what, what plans you got coming up? Uh, for which ones? Which ones are we talking about? We talking about for me years. Oh, uh, me. We're not talking about what, what we can't talk about. Oh, we're not talking about the plans for the M8. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, cool. So uh, for me, I'm just trying to get my car done, man, so I can enjoy something to drive. Uh, just trying to do uh, maybe a B series all-wheel drive. 
maybe K-Series all-wheel drive, but, um, you know, just something uh, just something fun to drive. No matter what, it's going to be terrible with all-wheel drive. Yeah. Whether it be B-Series or K-Series, I'm not sure yet. But uh, just super tight, man. I want to fucking be able to enjoy this cool air and perfect boost weather, bro. This doesn't get any better than this. Yeah, man. It's going to be a great time. Uh, you actually just picked up a car, right? Yeah, a little 2000 Civic Coupe. Little little white coupe, kind of throwback to what I used to have when uh, I was pretty new in the Honda world before, uh, you know, before I started coming out to California for shows. But uh, yeah, man, I just really love the body style of the coupe, and uh, anything '96 to 2000 basically is going to be my favorite hatch or coupe. Yeah. In white. Um, but yeah, man, I can't wait to do a couple little things of that and make it a fun daily so we'll see what happens yeah dude the body uh is pretty clean on it too and more more than the body the interior and the trunk and under the hood is pretty flawless yeah it's pretty fresh still man it's getting hard to find anything honda 92 to 2000 that's still in decent shape and hasn't been torn apart by somebody and uh you know something that's still uh a good base to start with that just isn't shit yeah definitely yeah and that's that's the good thing about finding something like that because you know that you're not going to run into dumb issues as you would if you bought a, a modded car you know yeah for sure yeah look at all these dudes everybody want to climb up this hill right here bro squad just gets together so they can tiktok it Fucked up. and run down the hill you catch me going up that shit you know what's crazy is that since we went into um quote unquote lockdown uh -huh. everybody's just outside of their house now. everybody and everyone's just hiking and going to the beach and you know disobeying the law yeah for sure <laughs> i think it's in our nature as as californians i think it's slowed down just a little bit bro but then people are just fucking over it look nobody not a single person nobody cares about masking bro they're just like fuck it yeah and it feels it's, like it's over, bro, like, but who's who knows, like, for sure. But yeah. I just don't feel like anybody around me has been sick, but we still do what we do, wear a mask, you know what I mean, when we go into public places. But when it comes to outdoors, everybody just, as soon as you step outside the car in the outdoors, nobody's wearing a mask. No, definitely. It's like, all of a sudden, it just fucking, virus just flies off somewhere else. Is there something <laughs> else? Something we don't know. No, there's something else in the news that that's taking the airwaves. Yeah, right. Nobody cares about it anymore. Yeah, and once uh, once that simmers down, then COVID is gonna come bubbling back up. Yeah. Second round of COVID. For sure. Whatever, bro. It ain't shit, dog. It'll be gone by November. Yeah, well, it definitely will. But uh, who knows what it's gonna take with us? Shit, we almost there already. Well, nobody's fucking up Halloween, bro. So, you know, Halloween's not happening. Yeah, it is. Halloween is definitely not happening. It is I'll happening. take this bet with you. Halloween's not happening. Halloween's not happening. You're high. All right, guys. 50 bucks? 50 bucks? 50 bucks. Halloween is not happening. I mean, lunch. Let's just do lunch, like Let's just do lunch. I feel like I'm still going to be taking my kid around trick-or-treating, and she's going to be grabbing fucking candy out of bowls because people just left it out in the driveway. Or at the doors. Okay. Yeah, I guess. I guess it's not completely... Like, it's not going to go, like, October 30th, November 1st, but everybody's wearing mask. Everybody's wearing masks on Halloween anyways. Oh, shit, you're right. 
<laughs> There's gonna be a lot of nurses and doctors, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, see, that's that, bro. What do you feel about that 50 bucks, though? Ah, I mean, I'll give you the 50 bucks anyways. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'll let you keep it. Just remember this bet. All right, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I'm ready for things to get back to normal. You know what really does scare me though is when you start seeing like um, major media such as Netflix shows having Corona shows. Yeah. Like Corona themed shows. I know there's one that's coming out that's like that must... loving Corona or some shit like that. Yeah. Which that is, Mustang uh, just rev on you? Uh, did you I, hear that? I really hope he did it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Stay home please. Yeah. Dude, I'm so cocky with this fucking car. I'm a typical BMW owner, bro. Well, you've gotten used to driving it, so you know how fast it is. Yeah. I just got to get that launch perfectly. But um, once we get that in, I think we're Gucci, dude. Yeah, for sure. You know what I think it is? Just just power brake it, and then just build up real quick, and then just let off. Yeah, don't sit Instead of just sitting on it. Yeah, don't just sit on it. Just fucking get it and go. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not like the car's going to do a burnout anyways. It's still gonna launch now. When you sit on it, it just seems like you're not sure about it. Yeah. You feel fucking sure about it, bro. Stomp on the brake, stomp on the gas. Look at that. Right? Wow. Something just happened random. Somebody crashed in the wall, drunk. Fence accident. I'll be so pissed off if I woke up at my nice little white picket fence. Yeah, right. It was demolished. If some asshole just hit it. Alright, so right now, guys, we're passing um, Neptune's net. So Neptune's net right here on my left. Kenny's here right now somewhere. Oh, is he? Yeah, he was coming over here. Oh, shoot. Neptune's net is where uh, Fast and Furious, one part of Fast and Furious took place, where um, Brian is talking to Toretto, and he's like, I want in! He wants in on his uh, VCR scamming. Ha! I forget that that's even the whole storyline of that. Yeah, did you know that uh, Fast and Furious and Point Break, that surfing movie, is the same exact movie? You ever seen Point Break? Yeah. All right, so it's an undercover cop uh -huh. trying to infiltrate uh, a crime organization uh -huh. that has to do with, like, uh, extreme sport, uh -huh. surfing, racing. He gets in there. He falls in love with the lifestyle, falls in love with... The sister and man, I'm gonna have to watch that again, bro. I don't feel in, like I remember it at all. Yeah, it falls in love with the the Toretto. I forget that guy's name. The ultimate uh, surfer dude. Oh shit! And then at the end, when he finally catches him, he lets him go into the waves. Oh damn! Just like um, Brian lets uh, Toretto off at the end of the first one. Damn! I never even fucking. I never even. I don't. I've seen a few different movies that are like kind of like the same storyline, but I guess I just fucking I gotta watch it and be like, oh, I remember this, but then I just I'll probably be like, I didn't know that's you know the same kind of you know like it was together. I mean, it's so uh, it's so similar that someone from the other group, the guy that's closest, yeah, closest to the surfer Toretto. Was, <laughs> <laughs> why'd that guy just flip us off? Because you're driving in their lane. Oh. I don't know. Oh, that was a that was a mean surfer. Because yeah. I was just telling the story right now. Yeah, right. Yeah, he wasn't very nice. Yeah, those surfers aren't, dude. That's right. why we gotta infiltrate their uh, their crew. Right. And bust it up. 
Right. But like I was saying, inside of the surfer group, that there's um, the friend of the main guy, the suspicious, and is it fucking with Johnny Utah or whatever that guy's name is? Uh-huh. It's the same movie. You could probably watch them side by side, like uh, The Wizard of Oz and uh, Pink Floyd. Yeah. Oh, dang. What the hell's going yeah. on here? We just came across... The fucking truck club, the bro. The truck club. Shout out to... Uh, truck Boys. So I don't know how things are in your guys' town, but... Um, trucks are extremely popular Taking out here. over, bro. Everybody be getting right? trucks. So in Arizona too, bro, it's like that. Just fucking trucks everywhere. It's like, holy shit. I'm not even gonna lie. I want one. Get None the of these, though. Here, I do. Bro. You don't want one. I do want I'm, I'm telling you. This is Frank Downstar. These are my words to you, RC. <laughs> the Cali, Cali Coast Trucking, bro. Shout out to Cali Coast Trucking. Let's see if we can get around them. But uh, none of these guys. Probably not, bro. They're going to block this shit up. It's all good. None of these trucks. They're too old. I don't like that one. I don't like that one. I don't like that one. You know which one I do like is the, uh, the, body style the newer body style Silverado single cabs. Fatty wheels, dude. Like this one uh, in front of us. I kind of like this one. Bro, what you should do is just get a black Chevy truck four-door laid out on 26s and just get an open trailer the single axle aluminum yeah and then carry your hashback on it to local shows yeah i guess so yeah i guess so <laughs> but although that would look pretty cool then i just have another car to worry about which is kind of my issue right now you got a truck on 26s bro all right these guys are they're just gonna block this shit up. Ooh, there's a hurricane right there. Pussy ass little pump. This is how this is how everybody feels behind us when we do the downstar cruise. Yeah, I don't mind it, dude. I like this truck right here. Right to the left, what is this? Uh Chevy. Single cam. Single cam Silverado. Do you know the uh the year maybe? Uh probably like a fifteen. Yeah, that one's pretty cool. Especially yeah. chopping like that, all low. I bet you have some deep dish ass wheels too. Yeah. They have the style, the trucker style. But uh, I like it. I even like the Dodge ones, dude. The Dodge Rams and even oh, yeah, the yeah. Ford ones too. All the single cab ones. I mean, I'm a fan of Chevy, so. Yeah. Are you, oh, you're one of those dudes? Yeah. One of those. Uh, Whatever that means. One of those dudes that's that just hates on the other brand. I'm not a Ford guy. Well, yeah, I want a good truck. Found on road dead. <laughs> You're one of those dudes. Yep. That exact one. That is like some. That. that is some Arizona ass shit of you, bro. It is. I think that's that's everybody's type of shit when it comes to trucks. They don't want to buy a shit box. What makes I mean, up? Some people do. Those Raptors are pretty sick. Yeah, those are sick. Okay, I'll take that at least. Not all the trucks are shit boxes, but you ain't gonna catch me in like a fucking F-150 unless it's like a trophy truck with an F-1 Chevy motor and an F-150 body. I feel you. Ah. I'm just kidding. All right, we're not gonna be able to get it straight away, so let me take it off of uh, 
ludicrous mode. Who do you think's the leader? I want to know who the leader of this pack is. Uh, I don't know, man. I gotta see who's up front. All right, so back to the main, uh, the main subject. What are we gonna eat, dude? Should yeah, we just so drive around and uh, see if we find a spot? Let's just. Oh my God, Primo Bill, bro. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, bro. Uh, yeah. Guys, uh -huh. I, I, I'm gonna give you guys the uh, the tip. If you're not a Hispanic, or if you want to just get in with the Hispanics, give them the tip. All you gotta do, guys. <laughs> all right, so let me paint this picture Fucking for you, guy. right? You go to uh, just so go get your tires changed, right? Oh, what's up, hey man? Hey, what's up, Primo? Hey, what's up? Hey, I just wanted to get some tires for this. Want to see if you can help me out? Oh, okay, Primo, I got you. That's it. You just gotta call him Primo. That's the secret code word. It is. So any Hispanic that you uh, come in cross with, come in contact with, uh, even if you're out eating. Hey, what's up, Primo? How are you? Just like that. Easy. Yeah, you're right. Everybody I've called Primo so far they looked at me stupid. It's love day, I must bro. be saying it too white. You're Because you're saying Primo. Yeah, I'm saying it too white. Yeah. I gotta, like, roll my R, right? Yeah, you just need a little more time in Oxnard, bro. Yeah, I get You'll it. You'll be good. But that's the, um, that's the trick. Just call him Primo. Uh -huh. Which means cousin in cousin? Spanish. Does yeah. it mean cousin? It means cousin. Pretty sure that's what it literally means. Cousin. His cousin. Yeah. Why is that so hard for you to believe that you're gonna just Google it right now? Because I want to be sure. I'm telling you. You don't have to be more sure than that. You sound like boss to me, but I don't know. What the <laughs> fuck do I know? What the fuck? How how does it how does it sound like boss? I don't know. Why would you say what's up, cousin? <laughs> what's up, cuz? Like that, cousin. Oh uh, well, cousin is different. I guess so. So, that's the tip, guys. Yeah, we're not going to be able to go anywhere. Damn, that is. You're right. Spanish word for cousin. Thank you, bro. Can you apologize to me on air? No, I'm not. Okay, I'm sorry. Thank you. I appreciate it. But it says also primo means best or... Boss? It says also... Number two definition is boss? From... <laughs> no, means best best yeah oh that's like english though like primo like ooh, that's primo and that's probably like what people are thinking that you're saying to them which yeah, is not bad sure. either they're yeah. like hey what's up best i mean that would to me you said that's like the most respect like yeah <laughs> yeah right telling somebody calling them cousin what's up cousin like or calling somebody the best that's why to me boss seem like you know but it's best cousin though that's what it is when you're calling someone primo. You're like, dude, you're the best cousin. Mm. You know when you always used to have that best cousin back in the day? Did you? I mean... This fool, this fool didn't know anybody. Bro, I live in Arizona. All my fucking cousins live far. But yeah, I still got cousins that are tight. I'm just trying to think <laughs> of the ones I used to hang out with. There's just I didn't have any in Arizona. Oh, we're getting to the leader, dude. Yeah, there you go. Look at that photo right that there, bro. Nice. That shit was money. Chopping. I like it, dude. Hell yeah. Shout out to all the truck crews. Cali Coast trucking. 
They're the ones that are always fucking up the meats, but it's all good. Live, <laughs> live your life. Doing all the fucking burnouts and shit. Yeah. And they're 4.8s. I'm not here to judge. Nope. Look, I like that, that one. Dodge right there. Hazardous. Those are tight. Shout out to Hazardous Car Club. Oh, shit. Let's see. Eco look at this, mode look at off. His 90s, bro. 454 SS. There's a cop. Headphones off. Hell yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Headphones you can't off. drive around with headphones on? I'm uh, pretty sure that that's, like, against the law. To drive with headphones on? Yeah. Really? Yeah, definitely. Oh, shit. Because I've actually been booked for that for having um, ear pods on. What? Yeah. No. So, I think we're flying under the radar, guys. Yep. Cops turning right. Hell yeah. Headphones and, uh, back on. Headphones back on. <laughs> back in business. That's crazy to me, bro, because I'd be driving with headphones on all the time with my CRV with no exhaust, bro. But you definitely do a lot of uh, illegal stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, no exhaust. Yeah, that's The whole one. sentence, headphones on, no exhaust. Yeah, I'd definitely be fucking... Out here, it's illegal, but in Arizona, bro, they'd be, it'd be cool. I know, but you, you just said the key word in Arizona is yeah, totally different Arizona world. Anymore, and that's so, why I got the Civic. So, um... Everybody that lives in California, I need you guys to, to back me up on this. Wow, there's a huge bike club, bicycle club. There's like 50 of them. But guys, I need you to back me up on this. Please, please let RC know. Um, find them on Instagram, RCG Motorsports. RCG yeah. underscore motorsports. Yep. Please let him know that his car will get stolen if he leaves it on with the keys inside of it. Bro. Your car is going to get stolen. Bro. Your car is going to get stolen. Yeah, but I feel like... I feel like I'm not the only one that leaves their keys in the car. And you're not the only one that gets their car stolen. Yeah, but that's just the roll of the dice, bro. Oh, what shit. the fuck was that? Something at the gas station. Maybe it was that uh, motorhome. Somebody's tire just... Oh, yeah, it might have backfired when it started. Yeah, because everybody just looked at that motorhome. Holy the shit. Ooh, there's a nice little crumbled up EG. Damn, bro. Shots fired out here. Shots fired. Popping out here in the hood. What is this, Malibu? Where are we Yeah, at? so, guys, we're rolling into uh, Malibu right now. Probably about 20 minutes away from meeting up with Rywire. If you guys are familiar with the area, we're meeting up with Rywire around the 3rd Street Promenade uh, parking structure. So, probably when we get a little closer, we're going to go ahead and take a commercial break and uh, figure out where we're going to go eat set up with Rywire so he could have his uh, mic set up, switch seats around, and uh, get back to it. But uh, while I do mention commercial, man, I'm pretty stoked about uh, these new sponsors jumping on, which is Rywire and Action Clutch, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, kind of got bit by something probably about a month ago that made me think, like, you know what? If you want this podcast to succeed, you got to take it to the next level, you know? And whether that's um, coming out with different interviews that maybe are outside of our wheelhouse or different layouts for the promo, different ways of promoing, you know, feeding the Instagram a little more attention. So ever since I've been doing that, I think it was about the start of that, the, the Greg Busel from Koru Works. God damn, that's so hard to say. Koru Works? Koru Works out in Atlanta. Um, that was the first episode that we started to make these changes on. Greg Busel, uh, bro. 
Yeah, shout out to Greg Busel, man. Hell yeah. I was actually looking at old pictures on Instagram, and uh, I found some of us back in 2010. Oh, shit. Which is pretty rad. Yeah, right? 25 years old. Yeah, man. Woo. 25 years old, not knowing what to expect about life, not knowing what was even going on, what, what, what I was even going to do, or what I was even doing. Yeah, right? Yeah. Could you guess 10 years ago you'd be driving around M8 right now doing a podcast? No, definitely not. Hell no. Whenever I would go to, go to Glendale and I would see somebody in like, you know, an M6 or something like that and it had exhaust on it, I just never even, it never even registered to me that I could have something like that because yeah. that car was just so out of my, my idea of what we could have. Yeah. You know, and you see those cars and you think like, wow, that Mercedes or that BMW sounds fucking like a muscle car. Yeah. What's up with that car? It's what is that? Yeah. And uh, now we're whipping it to this day, man. Hell I yeah. love it. And it's more about the accomplishment than it is the actual like material object, you know? Yeah. Just being able to think back back in the day about the mindset of things. Yeah. And then just to see now like, where normal life is. This is sick, man. It's just rad. Life is good, BB. Oh, yeah. Life is definitely good, man. It's nice to just have these little cruises. Just enjoy the Cal California weather. It's fucking great. And uh, see these cars, man. The police are out. They're definitely out, man. So we're probably not going to be much doing much screwing around around here. Got that here. Porsche, bro. That's sad, dude. Because that shit looks extremely stock. He must have been dipping. Right. Nice little Ferrari. Right. Testarossa. Is that what that was? No idea. Yeah, with the stripes on the side, the claw marks. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was a Testarossa. Yeah, I'll keep up on uh, the different models. Of any exotics or just nah, Ferrari? Nah, nah, none of them. Hmm. If you could have any exotic, what would you have? Ooh. Right now, no cost. But you can't sell it to like buy like 97 EK hatchbacks. Why not? <laughs> this is my this is my rules. But right I tell here. you what, Hondas just really make me feel good. You know what I mean. So it's hard for me to think of uh, about a car that I just not in my foreseeable future. I guess I don't know. Maybe a fucking. Uh, I'm just a fan of fucking Hondas, so probably NSX. You know. Yeah. That's the newer the new NSX. You know, I really like the thermal orange and the or the white one. So. Oh, that's the one you want is the orange one? Yeah, the thermal Got you. That should be tight. But I'm just a big dude, you know what I mean? So every yeah. every supercar I've ever sat in, I just don't fit in them. Ah, They're uncomfortable you. for me. So I just already get the thought out of my head that, you know, mm. it's just not something comfortable for me to spend a buttload of money on. Very true. What about a big boy, dude? Like a, um, like a, a, a wraith or something, dude? A what? Rolls Royce. Oh, yeah, that'd be tight. Or the Cullinan, the SUV. Yeah, fucking, uh, what are those, the uh, ghosts? Like the yeah, Rolls the ghosts. Yeah, those are fucking sick, bro. I'd be down for some shit like that. We just passed uh, C8. I, yeah, I like it. Was I didn't even see it. Holy shit. That'd yeah. Be tight. They, they look a lot like 458 Ferraris. Yeah. A lot. So when it's coming up on you from a little distance, it's kind of hard to tell what it is. 
But uh, look at this fucking guy. Let me let me not hit one bike. Did you turn the AC and off? Hit the other. No. I, oh shit! I did. I feel muggy in here all of a sudden. I'm like, I feel sick. AC. <laughs> AC on. Oh yeah. yeah. After uh, you know, we actually got to talk about this with Ryan because he was in the uh, the the Phantom when we went to Japan. Oh shit. But after that experience, it it gave me a whole new uh, meaning of Rolls Royce, dude. Yeah. Fucking amazing car, bro. Oh yeah. my god. I think you would enjoy it as well because you're really into details, and just the details of that car is, is so awesome. Yeah. Bro. See, and I like those. I like big body luxury cars like that. I'm not too sure that I would be super into like a supercar. I mean, I guess if I I like the classic just Lambo Lardo yeah. look, you know what I mean? But gotcha. it's just hard for me to picture spending that amount of money on a supercar when I'm just a super fan of fucking, like the fucking a Honda on Motec two-step fucking makes my soul feel good, you know what I mean? It's like, I just, I could spend a hundred grand on having a fucking race car that's a Honda and probably be happier just because I'm such a big fan of Honda. Yeah. But I don't know, I don't make that kind of money or have that kind of money to be able to have a supercar and just be sitting on it you know what I mean so yeah I don't know it's hard for me to say I'm not in that position to ever think about it but you can't even imagine it yeah not really hmm <laughs> okay <laughs> okay guys I mean I got friends with them it's easy to manage being in the passenger seat and enjoying it while I'm with them and then you know feeling good that they feel good true but yeah. i don't i don't want the maintenance of that car or you know let's just call out every car we see because we're about to pass a, a ferrari what is that 488 gt3 and uh what is that a modena yeah i don't know yeah the ferrari modena just cruising and then more trucks yeah more trucks it's lit man if we're passing is. uh pepperdine university on our left right here guys Ooh, two more that's a 488 just a perfect cruising day bro yeah bro we just amazing seen, <laughs> we just seen like four ferraris that one light porsche that color's sick very nice man oh yeah that's cool what about a porsche custom custom seat gt3 rs yeah i like them yeah i can fuck with them Cause if you could fit in an EK, sure you could fit in a I mean, GT3. EK is like it's almost pushing limits. I almost don't fit in them. <laughs> I don't fit EGs for sure. Really? EK is just borderline fucking. I can still feel comfortable in them. So yeah. God damn, more trucks. Look at all them shit. The opposite lane, guys. Holy shit. Okay, note to self: we need to come up with. Downstar bolt kits for trucks. Yeah, right? You could sell them. God damn, bro. People everywhere, bro. Yeah, on the right is this a Camaro Club. Wow. Hell yeah. There's so many cars out here, dude. Right? There's one of those new orange Miatas oh, back gotcha. there. Are you a Miata fan after working at JDL? Fuck no. Really? I just don't fit in them, bro. I'm just yeah. not. I had to work in that car, like seats out, pulling out the OEM roll bar to put it in the aftermarket one, bro. Like I've been in and out of that car countless times when we're doing the tune on it, and it's just fucking. 
Wow. Oh, shit. That's one of those trucks where the bed fucking does all kinds of crazy shit. Now we just passed the old school truck crew. And those ones, yeah, like you were saying with the hydro beds. Yeah. Sick, bro. Sick, sick. Very, very sick. Oh, yeah. This place is popping out here, bro. It is, man. This is such a nice drive. Oh, yeah. This is the drive that we did on the cruise. When was it? It wasn't last year, was it? It was the year before, I believe. Last year. Was it last year? Yeah, for your meat? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the meat, man coming up on the day um, somewhat sometime early October I'm pretty sure that we're not gonna have an actual meet we're probably just gonna meet up and do a, a huge ass cruise which would be really cool so if you guys are listening hope you can come out it's gonna be in Ventura California probably gonna cruise this way down PCH maybe make a day out of it I don't know yet but we gotta do it. Uh, I think yeah. this is gonna be year five, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I've been every year, so I don't remember. I only remember. Do you have a picture every year of us parked on the side? Um, I have pictures from every year. Have but we done, I just have to go back. Have you done a meet every year? Will this uh, be the yeah. fifth meet. Um, I believe so. Oh, time be flying, cause I'm pretty sure I've been to every one of them. Yeah, the time is flying. What is this dude doing? I don't know. Look at all look at the cars this, right going here. the other way, bro. There's another, the, the girl Ferrari. I'm not sure which one it is, but it's the <laughs> one uh, that's like a hatchback. I think it's called like the California edition or something. The girl Ferrari. No, no, yeah, no disrespect to women, but I've only seen like influencer model chicks drive that Ferrari. For sure. And then just that like porn star looking guy. But um, That porn star looking guy? Yeah, he had a, a, a porn mustache like from the 80s. Oh, okay. I can't even grow a mustache. Can't, huh? Nope. That's sad, bro. Man, fuck you. You can't grow a beard. It's there. It's patchy. It's not a beard. I mean, but it's there, though. It's. Look at that mustache. Eh. <laughs> Look at that mustache. You're right. I can't mustache. grow a beard either. My shit's all thin. I could grow a hell of a mustache, though, dude. That's a good-looking mustache. You should just shave Thank off you, the rest of it and just keep the mustache. I might just shave it all and lose a couple years. No, just keep the mustache, bro. Trucks. I'm buying a truck this week. Holy cow, bro. The truck scene is off the <laughs> chain, son. There, dude, there had to be a show. This is ridiculous. There, there had to be, be a show. There can't be show. shows anywhere. Oh, you're right. Yeah, they're just fucking getting tired of bullshit and they're just mobbing. Bro, we're running into groups of like 30 of them. Yep. Every light. This Taking is insane. over, bro. Worse than Hondas. The takeover. That's right. It's a takeover. Shout out to trucks, though. You know what's crazy, too, is the market for trucks is probably so inflated right now. Crazy. You know? Crazy. K-Swap. K-Swap the world. K-Swap everything, dude. So, uh, guys, I think we're going to let this out of the bag. The next car that we're going to get is a S14 with a K-Swap and a Boss kit. Hell yeah. And, uh, yeah. You're going to see us in D1 pretty soon. Fuck yeah, drifting it up. Ooh, we just passed a couple Hondas. With your boy behind the wheel. I didn't even see him, bro. I was looking at these waves over here. Hey, so back to uh, back to fitting in Hondas. So we're building the heavy in the streets EG so we can have some uh, fun on the streets. So you can drive it. So yeah. how's that going to work? Uh, well, basically, I'm going to get in the driver's seat and turn the fucking key and fucking drive it, bro. That's how it's going to work. What kind of seat are we going to have to get? A uh, big one. Mm. Like a Kirky wide or something? I don't know. A Kirky. Got you. Got to save some weight, bro. Adding my weight, 
plus OEMC, it's gonna go slower for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna take like the whole uh, gutted aspect of it. I'm losing weight though. So, you are, dude. You know, I'm proud of you, bro. Uh, the five star power plates. Yeah, uh, shout out to uh, Ivan. Stars, power plates, my bad, not five star. It's, but we're giving him five star though. Yeah, definitely five star. It's just delicious. He's actually gonna come on the pod again pretty soon. Hell yeah. Um, we're gonna have you sit in on that one, dude, because you've uh, you've started to use his services, and I want to hear what it's like. So yeah, we can give him feedback, you know. Yeah, for sure. It keeps me on track during the week, bro. Because that first like few weeks I was here, just junk food every day, bro. Yeah. Now when I eat his stuff, I just feel good every day and uh, start my mornings right. So. Dude, we just saw more trucks again, guys. Uh, it's I saw heavy another one right now with the uh, the back of the bed. Or is this floating up? Heavy. That's pretty sick. Trucks are definitely heavy in the street. Ooh, a 5.0. Definitely liking that, bro. It's heavy. Heavy, heavy, heavy trucks, bro. I love it. All right, guys. So we are on PCH right now, getting close to 3rd Street Promenade. We're going to go ahead and take a break for some commercials right now. And once we hop back in, we will be in with the boss himself. Rywire in the building. Look at all those trucks, bro. Hi. We'll be back. There had to have been something. Downtime with Downstar would like to welcome our newest sponsor, Rywire Motorsport Electronics. Rywire has been around since 2005, supplying you with solutions for all of your motorsport electronics needs. Whether you need a simple ECU adapter, engine harness, chassis harness, or PDM setup, they can get you taken care of. Offering products for most popular engine platforms from Honda, Toyota, Nissan, GM, hey, even Lamborghini. And if you have any private label needs, they can also take care of that as well. Rywire is the leader in motorsport electronics in our community, and we're excited to have them part of the Downtime with Downs star family please please make sure you guys support rywire you guys could check them out at rywire.com or on instagram at rywire underscore motorsport underscore electronics i know it's long guys if you just search rywire it will pop up and if you're searching make sure you search them on youtube and you can check out their youtube channel where they are working on their new ev s2000 build we're super excited for that and we're super excited for Rywire to be part of the Downtime with Downstar family. So please guys, make sure you go show Rywire some love and tell them that Downtime with Downstar sent you. Once again, that's rywire.com. All right guys, we're back from commercial break and uh, that was probably an ad from our newest sponsor, Rywire Motorsport Electronics. What's up? And in the building, we got the man himself. Ryan, what's up bro? What up dude, how are probably you? Probably wanna like just have one hand resting. On that, like yeah, just there. like, just like okay. holding it, just propping it up. Yeah. Oh, I almost ran that dude over. It's all good though. It's cool. He was wearing a mask, dude. It's good. <laughs> it's all good. He was wearing a mask. <laughs> but uh, it's um, we're in a BMW, so those kind of things, it just comes with nature, you know. Yeah, dude. People learn to avoid ex expensive, fancy cars. They don't want to dent your car just as bad as you know. You don't want to run dent them over their, their head. Yeah. But at least if we do run him over, he had a mask on, so yeah. we're, we're Gucci. It's probably kind of hard, actually, to drive and, like, think about what you're saying and podcasting and, like... I mean, you would think so, but we we just did an hour. Oh, okay. Like, like, and you're, so you're, so you're, you're all warmed up. You're all warmed up. We're all warmed up, ready to go. I just got to figure out where we're going to hit the... Uh, 
PCH at. I think just make a right up here. Yeah. But uh, guys, make sure you welcome uh, Rye Wire. Make sure you guys ch go check him out on Instagram. And uh, Ryan, what's new with you, man? It's been a while since you've been on the pod, dude. I know. I know it. Uh, what's new with me? Well, we've had a freaking crazy busy year so far. Oh, there's the guy right there. Oh, he's, he's good. He, he was cool. He survived. We, um, uh, before I cut you off, we already got flipped off by a surfer. So oh, okay. we're already making enemies today. But, uh, progress. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's Santa Monica. There we go. <laughs> so uh, it's been a busy year for you? Yeah, dude. Super crazy busy year. Um, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where uh, it's been so good that it's like, okay, what's next? You know what I mean? Scary, huh? It, it is, it is. It's a bit, it's a bit scary. Um, it's um, great to be able to get like a little, a little cushion, like monetary cushion um, for potential of some kind of, you know, a little bit of, even if it's just a slight downturn. Yeah. Or if it's something more than that, at least now, you know, it's like a little bit more comfortable, I guess, for me. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, we talked in the past a little bit on, you know, on the phone and stuff like that. And I know that you're in a similar situation where yeah. you're doing really well. You've had a really good year. Yeah. Uh, and everybody has, you know, everybody that I've talked to in the industry, everybody's doing really, really good. Um, it doesn't seem like the automotive industry so far has really taken it any of kind of a hit at all. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's probably a, a bit because of financial relief and stuff like that. Um, so hopefully people are, are saving and you know, they can spend money later. They didn't, they didn't blow their load. Yeah. Like, you know, this year, <laughs> hopefully. So we'll see, man. Uh, especially they're talking about another stimulus check. Yeah. Isn't that like kind of on for taxes, like on the back end, like you would basically, you'd still, are they talking, they're also talking about the stimulus check? I think so. Okay. So I, credit. I don't qualify for any of that shit. So, you know, yeah. I don't really even like know what's going on really, but yeah, I said that we didn't get a stimulus check, but we just got everybody else's. Stimulus yeah. Check. We got everybody else's. <laughs> yep. 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 And there was also like, you know, some relief stuff for businesses and things like that. But. Yeah. It's been a, it's definitely been a, a different year though, man. Yeah. For sure. Definitely, definitely. Well, for me, it's been weird. Well, not weird, but different because, um, you know, we're starting to work a lot more with turn 14. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, the sales have been really good because they've been buying a lot of stuff. Um, so we've sold a lot more volume and I think that my, my business has changed a little bit, you know, like, uh, it's, we're not doing as much custom work. Mm-hmm it's a lot more of like uh just you know putting stuff through production lines gotcha so like gotcha. the same part number but we need like 500 made of this part number and we're just like pumping stuff out that way well from a business standpoint w would that be a better way to do things oh, fuck yeah <laughs> i mean just think about it like this okay and you know you know when we were talking about like what, what we would say in like your commercial and stuff like that mm -hmm. like for the rightwire mm -hmm. um sponsorship yeah i was like definitely mention that we um what did i say definitely mention that the we private do, like, label private label right yeah so think about it this way dude we're a small shop right just like you you got yeah. a few guys a couple few people working there it's nothing crazy right yeah a lot's riding on your shoulders lots riding on my shoulders so let's say that we have to do somebody's custom loom right yeah. somebody comes to us oh man i want you know there's like this uh uh you know a, a vintage mercedes engine and it's going into this like bmw and like okay yeah i mean like i could physically do that yeah right but what if a shop that goes hey so we we have like a um, a bunch of cars we're doing we're doing 
15 cars or we're doing 115 cars, right? Yeah. And we need this loom designed. We need it to guarantee plug and play work out of the box. And um, that's what we need for, from you. And we need you to manufacture all 115 of them, right? What's better, right? I do one. It takes me a week and a half to do this one loom. Mm -hmm. I could charge maybe what, like 3,500 bucks for like custom engine harness. And it takes us like a week and a half to do. God, and it's yeah. got my time. It's got Ryan Durr's time. It's got some of David's time. It's got everybody's time involved. Yeah. Or you work with one person, do the same work. Then you just buy all the materials, get all that going. And now you make 115 pieces. Yeah. So you do kind of the same amount of work plus a little bit of like extra ordering and stuff like that. And then you're making way more product. Your customers now being able to put that on all the cars they're building. They're all the same. Slap it all together. He's happy because he's like, holy shit, how did you make 115 of these parts? Mm -hmm. Well, easy. We did all the time in developing and then our, then we just manufacture all exactly the same and they're all guaranteed to work because they're yeah. all quality controlled and everybody's happy, right? And the price comes down because you're you don't have to build custom 115 harnesses yeah you build one custom one and then you just like mass run them oh, that's nice right there yeah yeah no i definitely feel you on that so what's your what is your benefit of doing like a custom harness besides just doing a favor for somebody right so what's your motivation in? i've asked myself that a lot yeah why, why do i even do it okay like why do i even do a custom wiring harness well uh, because that's kind of what I know. So there's that, the, the one thing is like, I know how to do it and people rely on me for it. Okay. And if I'm just like F off to everyone, then that sucks. Yeah. Right. Because then I'm not like progressing, pushing everybody forward that might need one. Mm -hmm. Right. It also opens the door to competitors, I guess you could say. I mean, that's not the worst thing in the world, but, um, I would love to be able to support every single person if I could. Definitely. Right. Uh, so if I can grab some of those custom jobs, maybe ones that are up my alley, then I try to do it. Um, another one is, is just marketing, mm -hmm. right? Like if it's a cool car that is going to be in like a racing series or something, or it's right up my alley, it's a perfect, some, you know, a, a, somebody that I work with often that I've done jobs with for and whatever yeah. in the past, um, then I want to support them. So there's a lot of reasons why I should be doing those, but... If I just look at straight financially, it's not worth it. Yeah. It's way, way more worth it for me to work with somebody to make a bunch of looms or for me to take the time and do something that's like really, really good for the masses. Like, you know, some of these AEM infinity harnesses that we do, um, a lot of people have been, like literally it took, you know, 30, 40, 50 people to ask me, hey, can you do a AEM Infinity 508 harness for a B series, for a K series, but has all these extra sensors and gotcha. yada, yada, yada. Then I go, okay, you know what? There, I can make a run of a hundred pieces of those and I would just do do exactly what I would what I would be looking for, like with another shop to come to me. Well, I would just do it, bite it off myself and then I would be able to distribute those in small quantities to everybody that needs them. Yeah. Right, you see what I'm saying with that? Yeah, no, definitely comes down to the age-old problem of just time. Yeah, you know? if, exactly. I, I'm sure that you still get a lot of pleasure in, in um, doing these cars, these one-off harnesses. I do. The the time definitely doesn't make sense. Yeah. And you um, can, 
But, I mean, too, you, you also have to feed both sides of things, man, you know. I, I know with myself that I always just uh, focus so much on, you know, doing the, the most things with my time that's going to make the most money and the yep. most impact. But with putting pleasure second. Yeah. You know, with putting happiness second. Right. But sometimes I do things that I know that are going to bring me joy but it's just a total waste of time. Yeah. And I feel like that's as important as it is. It's just hustling all the time because you you need to be able to um, like remember why you did this all in the first place. Yep. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Because because it you know, fifteen years ago, I would have been like, oh shit, like I'm gonna be able. I have the opportunity to work with this person. Yeah. Work, work on this kind of a car. Work on this kind of ECU. You know, be able to um, maybe sell components that that would be used on the whole formula. Definitely, you know what I mean? Yeah. The ECU, the sensors, the programming, yada yada yada. Uh, but if you look at it that way, like it's really not worth my time. Yeah. So I have to find that fine line and just take jobs that are going to be right up my alley and and maybe have some potential. Because there's been situations where I'm like, you know what, I I kind of want to. Um, see what that kind of engine or that ECU is all about so I'll maybe take on a job just so I can like you know use it a little bit for development and stuff like that um, you know I'm sure the same thing with you right like you might have a kit that you would want to come out with yeah and then you're like well I kind of want to work with this guy because he's maybe he's kind of premier in that in that industry in that section that small yeah you know, genre whatever and then if you can get like a hardware kit or something designed for that guy, that car, that situation, uh, like your body kit hardware, let's mm -hmm. say for example, you're like, damn, if I could work with these guys and get them on, like, let's say T you had some really good experience with TJ and putting on the uh, body kit hardware and stuff like that on his car, right? Yeah. Sold you a lot of kits. He was super stoked on it. It made you develop something and really refine it and make it perfect. So like everybody wins. Yeah. And I'm looking for that like everybody wins kind of um, clients, I guess you could say. Yeah. No, I feel you on that. Now, how hard is it to teach Ryan Durr to do something like that? Or is that just knowledge that comes with, you know, 15 plus years of doing wiring? Right. Um, so Ryan Durr is great. His craftsmanship, I've said it in the past, it's, his craftsmanship is better than mine. Yeah. And I saw that, like, man, this this guy has amazing workmanship on building these custom looms. So I, I want him to focus on that. But I can tell you this, um, I, I exceed in the design and understanding how things work properly. Um, I'm quick with researching. I found things online. I, I study the newest ECU that comes out. I look at what it needs. So it's kind of a, to develop that one part, it's going to take two parties. Yeah. It's going to take me with kind of the general design and understanding. And then it's going to take Brian Durr to like, uh, put his hands on it and build it. And, 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 and he can bring things to the table. I've noticed that he's very good at hey like hey hey Ryan uh, I think that we should do it this way because it will it will work on both mm -hmm. oh shit that's, that's a fucking fantastic idea right yeah so he brings ideas to the table um, but my design is where I know that I shine yeah I kind of feel the same way um, 
that there's some aspects of the business that it's very hard for me to step away from even though somebody else can do it I just feel that it's very important for me to uh, to tackle this issue and with me it's customer service yeah you know yeah. I'm um, very particular with customer service we have a certain way of doing things and I want to make sure that the customers handled properly and yep. not saying that somebody else can't come in and do that but that's just something that it's just hard for me to release control yeah of but, that and like me looking into your business like you shine the most when you get to talk to the customer yeah and and I mean because I see it in my my side too like when I answer the phone sometimes like there's certain hours that David isn't there or whatever and I'll answer the phone and I mean dude half the time it's like oh I'm talking to Ryan yeah like like Rywire Ryan I'm like yeah 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 so what's your question let's go you know uh, but, but but like uh, yeah I'm, I'm not I'm not the best at customer you know? yeah like, I know you're very good at that I'm just I wish I would I aspire to be as, as, as good and as patient but um, no like I see it so I could only imagine with you because you're very patient with your customers and that's like what you really really like that's your core yeah definitely so you answering that phone call and them going damn I just talked to Frank right now like I'm not he's not gonna be wrong about this, this is his thing you know he's not gonna do me wrong because this is his thing yeah you know um, so that that's where if it was me I'd be like damn you need to be like on the phones you need to be like interacting with these people and then whatever little bit of time that you have I would assume that you would, you know, design a new kit or or get with, you know, one of, one of your guys and be like, okay, like, how do you got it going? All right, let me tweak it a little bit. All right, keep going forward. Yeah, no, you know definitely. What I mean? Yeah, and that's, that's what I want to hone in on, especially with RC yep. uh, coming on the team. You know, he right. he already has an eye for design and, and the and, way that things flow. And he already knows all the, everything there is to know about hardware and things that, you know, like we can make one custom screw or nut or bolt and then all of a sudden it would be like this this unique thing yeah yeah so that definitely helps out which uh but it's just hard to find people like that that are just passionate about the oh, same thing yeah. that you are oh yeah and uh, not even about the product itself or even the hobby but just knowing what the end goal needs to be and yep. sticking to that right it has to look like oh well what does it matter if the bolts are flipped around or the washers are flipped around or the the seal isn't straight or the staples what does it matter they're just going to use it anyways i'm like yeah but you have to realize dude the things that people are buying from us they don't need yeah they do not need our products and it's only uh um, it only complements their build Correct. so for them to be able to take this money which can very well go to more performance parts or whatever whatever it is we have to make sure that we provide them a a product that is gonna blow their mind when they get it and make them not second guess like man I spent all this money on fucking bolts yeah I don't even need it like a bag of bolts yeah exactly. it's, not, it's not a bag of bolts at that point it's yeah. this presented product that when you're taking it out and everything is like like looped together so it all comes out in one like package and you know like cause I've gotten them before and I'm like oh damn this is clean how I can pull it out of the box yeah and it's like everything I need and I'm looking at it and I'm holding the bag tag and it's like proportional and it's the right one it's not just like oh he ordered 500,000 a million of these end tags and yeah. they just kind of go on every single it's like he actually thought about kind of 
everything the presentation of getting the getting the product you know yeah and i mean that that's what the the companies like a uh like a makeup company you know exactly chanel fucking whatever these i don't even know but you're like looking at it like it's it's different because anybody could just get some powder and rub it on their face with a with a um applicator or whatever the fuck it is i don't know <laughs> yeah i don't yeah, even know yeah. why i chose that as a thing but no but that that's a good uh analogy that's a good analogy because uh you know my wife um she just stopped working and she's going to be helping us out yeah. at the shop and she's big into the makeup community as well so sometimes i'll just watch some of the videos and i just think like wow they have such a good representation of their product dude when it comes in the mail the box itself is is nice and then you open it up and it's printed on the inside. Yeah. It's colored tissue paper. There's holograms for the right. packaging. And like, dude, this stuff is awesome. Yeah. Because like at the end of the day, you're paying three or four times more for a, a stick of lipstick than you would from somewhere else. Yeah, but if it comes with like um, a piece of like the insulated paper that's like, you know, has embossed, you know, logo on it and it's like got depth and feel and it's like a soft thing and a hard case with a soft inside or like a yeah you know what definitely I mean? dude. There, there was a lot of time in this design of even just the uh the case of it right yeah and i like that man i like to be able to provide that experience to people yeah. so uh now that we have the teams growing and then um yeah, there's that. There it is again. Uh, Ford. Uh, what do I think of GT? Is yeah, that Ford GT. Yeah, the newer oh, one. Sick. But yeah, we want to focus a lot more on packaging and things like that. Yeah, I'll start yeah. paper. Right? Yeah. You know, Tough. we're we're Get actually working on the um, the LCAs. Yep, I know. I know. And um, Can you imagine when you like open up like a box of shoes and it has like the tissue paper with, like Nike. Oh, dude. Yeah, that's such so a great idea. How, how about how about a how about a mm -hmm. towel like a. Um, like, you know what you get to clean your glasses? Ooh. What if you just get like a million of those made and then you put them in like for, this literally just came to me right now. And then you could like, you know, to clean off the bolts, to clean off the LCAs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like a clean, a cleaning towel. Yeah. With like a little spray bottle or something. And it has yeah. like a Downstar like special fucking spray to clean everything. And it smells like a sweaty shop or something. <laughs> that would be cool, man. I wanted to uh, get some like, um, auto care products like private labeled stuff i think that, that mm -hmm. would be pretty cool i know sheepy just did that with uh, oh. adam's polish oh okay okay yeah i'd want to do something like that with um with chemical guys mm. yeah i like that brand and um i like the way that they market and everything and uh i think that that would be pretty cool just just something small yeah detail spray or something not like mm -hmm. i'm trying to get into that community but yeah just imagine ooh right there rolls Oh, yeah. Change subject. Subject just changed. We were just talking about Rolls Royce, bro, when we were coming up here. Oh, really? And I was saying, yeah, dude, my whole uh, my whole mentality about Rolls Royce changed after in this January. Trip. So tell me about it, bro. Tell me about your experience before and after on Rolls Royce, dude. Well, I I've actually I had had actually been in a Rolls before, mm -hmm. um, but it was like an older one and. I was riding in the back and I'm like, oh, this is clean, you know, whatever. Yeah. But then when we, our whole experience in Japan, it made it way better because they were like, you know, those, those dudes were telling us about the car because they had to know all about it, yeah. right? So they were like, oh, this and that's, and there's like a, you know, millions of dollar fucking whatever, a little old uh, 911 there. Um, 
you know, like, a, what was the thing in the dash where they were like, some of them are, they, they put like oh. special shit in there and it's super expensive. Yeah, it's like the passenger side dash garnish. You could just uh, customize. It's like that whole area because I've been following them on Instagram and they oh. always post it up. But it's like that whole area of the dash. Yeah. You can put like, but you can put your own stuff in there too. A like Venn the, diagram or something. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't I don't know, dude. It's weird. Guys, a random shit. But yeah, the roof is really cool, obviously, and just like the way that the doors close and open and everything is so like has is like tactile. Yeah. You know, like the whole everything is so well thought out. You're like, wow, this is uh, this is what you're paying for. Yeah, definitely, like dude. Definitely, it made me fall in love with them. Um, hopefully, one day I get one. Yeah, I think I think I'd, I'd probably own a lot more cars before something like that. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it's super cool and it's in its own, right? You know me, I like to stunt. Bro. I know. I, I would need to have one of those. This guy right here in the Carrera is like super trying to. You can see him just like looking left, looking Who? right, looking left. Because he sees you, bro. He knows that you're the Porsche, Porsche Speed guy. Shit. <laughs> oh, that's him, Speed Addict. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to Speed Addict. Make sure you guys What's follow up? him on Instagram. I see you. <laughs> at least he doesn't have the at, the at, whatever. The at? Oh, he probably does somewhere. Yeah. Dude. Like, he's looking at me. I know that feeling, though. Uh, yeah. I have that feeling all the time in this car. I'm looking around like, hey, who's ready to race? Who's ready to race? I was, I was telling you earlier, I raced a, a bike a few weeks ago. Okay. And I got him. Really? Yeah, I don't know what it was, though. You don't know what kind of bike it was? No. It was probably 600. Probably, huh? But we pulled up to the meet after, and he pulled in, and then he just left. Oh, I, okay. wanted, I wanted to talk to him. Oh, okay. He saw Frankie. He's like, oh. I'm Toretto now, bro. You're Toretto. That's it. I, wor I worked hard. Like <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, I was telling RC about, um, have you ever heard the theory that Point Break and Fast and Furious is the same movie? Same movie, just, yeah, I mean, that, but that's, it's formula right yeah there's a lot of formulas like that in movies i mean all every single like love story and and, and all those you know that it's all the same thing that's how i feel about horror movies i don't like horror movies because i feel like they're all the same yeah it's just you know they and they always run upstairs and they all you know it's just just dip, different house layout every single time <laughs> we were watching the first ever friday the 13th yesterday dude okay oh my god bro i don't know if it was illegal to show gore but all it showed was like the knife go like this, yeah, and that's it. And it right. just the picture just froze, and then, and then just went to the next scene. You didn't even see any blood. Yeah, they, yeah. And then all the dudes back Times in the day, changed. I don't know when that movie came out, but all the guys had Daisy Dukes on. Oh yeah. And all the girls dressed like dudes. They had like plaid shirts on and stuff. So I don't know what was going on. Bat baggy shirts and stuff. Yeah, but you know they always say that the uh, the trends from back in the day come back. Yep. So would you ever wear some Daisy Dukes? Uh, I mean, isn't that kind of in right now? I don't know. I would. That's what I heard. I don't know. So, but I but I don't have any. So, Are I you, guess I wouldn't. Do you have some old pants? I got some old pants. Cut them up. Yeah. Try but it you, out. You got to cut them in an angle. So you like my, angle. my so my butt cheeks are showing kind of sort like of or or just my butt cheeks are just barely being covered. Do you got an ass? Oh, you got I mean, cheeks, bro. I think I do. I don't know. Damn, I don't have an ass. No. You, you, have, you have a flat ass? Yeah. <laughs> I have a real whack ass right now, bro. <laughs> but uh, I knew this dude back in school that he used to have a fat ass. And I was like, damn. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> hey, it's just fact. <laughs> it's just that he did. He, I knew the, this dude back in school? Yeah. 
Back in the day in high school, this dude had a fat ass because a you bunch of people would say things. You don't, you don't remember things. his name. You just remember I do ass. actually remember his name, yeah, maybe we should but I don't want to say it. <laughs> well, if you listen your podcast, bro, you're probably going to know Hey, why don't you shout me out, dog? <laughs> you think that's a thing for girls? Like, do girls want a guy with a fat ass? I mean, girls, some girls like that shit. Why, though? Same way guys like asses. No. Bro, you don't, don't think, think girls same. get the same feelings we do? Nah, not about the same body parts. I don't think so, Maybe. bro. I don't even think dicks are good looking, dog. Nah, if I was a girl? Uh-uh. I think chicks like just above the dick. Yeah, I think yeah, that's what they fucking like. nice. Belly, six between, pack the belly, or... no, between the belly button and the and the and, and and the hairy and the hairy section right there, they like like that like. They like the pockets, they like the, tri- the triangle. They like the, the side. They like the side of the thighs. However big those pockets yeah. are, dude, they love it. Gotcha. The V. You're right. Yeah, though. they like the V, right? They do like the V. I think man. that's what they like. It's hard to get that V though, bro, because that little pudge, dude. That shit does not go away. It does not go away, dude. You do a bunch of sit-ups or whatever. You know, instead of working out, sometimes what I would do is just like not eat. Yeah, like especially having coffee. Oh, I could probably go to like 6 p.m., dude, every day without eating. Yeah, but I mean, it takes a toll on your uh, stomach, though. Yeah, and then the pouch like is still there. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking inside the stomach, not outside on the stomach. Because yeah, don't what you do that, guys. Yeah, but uh, diets definitely helps out. Yeah, a lot. Well, just eating right, I think. But that's not what we're about to do today. No, we're about to. <laughs> special occasion. You can't. You can't uh, be on your diet during special days. Yeah, definitely, man. So we're about to head to uh, Fat Sal's right now, guys. If you've never been to Fat Sal's, make sure you check them out on Instagram um, at Fat Sal's, and they make these crazy, like sandwiches with. Uh, there's a bunch. There's like 20 different ones. It's called like the Texas or the John or something like that. But they have um, mozzarella sticks in there, uh, egg, fried egg, roast beef. Pretty good. Crazy. Like stoner food. This is gonna be my first time for sure, so. Yeah, man. I was thinking something we could just grab real yeah. quick. Okay. And then uh, take a commercial break and then uh, hit the streets again, man. Yeah. I'm excited. I was gonna go out towards your way so we could like stop by the shop and stuff, but I thought this would be a little better. Yeah. We could both be in an element that we're just exploring. Yeah, exactly. Cause like, I don't, I don't even know where I am right now, dude. Really? Nah, do you? You like yeah. you, know, you know this road? I mean, I know where it ends up. Okay. Just, right, right, right. Just take the sunset. It dumps out on the on the four hundred five. Oh, no, we're passing the four hundred five. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so um, we'll get into the uh, the area where they have all the little shops and stuff okay. in the sunset. But sunset. right now, it's like this uh, windy road. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I feel like this road is is a really good representation of what LA has to offer. Yeah. Because you get to see like all the aspects of it. Well, sick, bro. I know, man. Maybe when you have like between two point five and seven million dollars to spend. Yeah, right. Yeah, you could probably get a shitty ass house right here. (laughs) You could get like nothing here, dude. Sad, bro. You know how we've been in the market for a house. It's been so hard lately, dude. Tell me about it. Like the like, things. Yeah, we, we were talking before. Yeah, so we didn't end up getting the house that we put a bid on. Because, okay, did you get bid out? Or what, no, what because they were. Uh, it was contingent on them finding a pad, which uh, was cool. But they were trying to downsize, yet keep all of their furniture. 
I'm like, bro, that doesn't make any logical sense at all because your house is already tapped out as it is. Right. So if you're going to downsize, you got to downsize everything. Yeah. So we didn't end up getting it, which uh, was kind of good because gives us a, a chance to find something that that's, fits our needs much better. Yeah. And I mean, uh, that, that one you showed me was nice, though. Yeah, it was, it was nice, man. It was a, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I saw it. That was a nice color, Same too. Color. But the... Um, we just put in another bid the other day. Oh, yeah? But, uh, yeah, I don't want to get my hopes up, dude, okay. because we have... I guess there's other people placing offers in on it. So they say... They put put in your, your best and final. They didn't say that yet. Okay. But I think that that's the news that's coming. Write, write a letter. Yeah, that's what we were planning on doing, write a letter. And hopefully that works because the people that live there now are car people. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, there's, there's like, uh, speaking of trucks, dude, there's, like, all kinds of trucks in the backyard, but... Not like Silverados on 37s. They're like the Jeepers Creepers trucks. Yeah, gotcha. So I don't even know what kind they are, but so hopefully that works out, man. But it's been a task, dude. Like you would think that people would be selling their houses now because they don't have enough money, but I don't think it's popped yet. Yeah, it's definitely not. I mean, I'm looking at I, I you know, I'm obviously pretty big into like architecture stuff. Yeah. Uh, but so I follow some like realtors and stuff like that online on one of my Instagram pages and I just kind of like just look around and I'm always like on Redfin looking at houses and stuff like that yeah just to know like in my area but then also like you know who, who around me is like you know modding their houses and, and you know the show show like flippers and like secret ideas and then etc etc but man it's pretty crazy to see like there's there's houses that are like selling for records in certain areas you know, I live in Huntington Beach, so there's Huntington, Costa Mesa. Um, you have like areas around that area, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, it's like fucking this house sold for record, you know, numbers in it in the area, and it's just like it's wild. So that shit is not popped by any means. I think in like February, March, it was like a really bad time to try to sell anything because people were just like kind of freaked out for a minute. Yeah, but that changed so quick. It's like. It's like no different now you know so what do you think it is what do you think is gonna happen do you what think do it's because of the, the low interest rates well fuck definitely dude i mean i just refied my house right now nice i dude i got a 2.6 percent god damn that's fucking nuts what were you at i was at 3.875 oh shit so think about how much money i because i was actually gonna pull a little bit and do a little bit of because I'm, I'm i have like a i got some new plans for the house i'm like renovating and adding an addition and stuff like that yeah just like some lightweight shit just to make it like more modern and everything anyway um so i was like okay maybe i should pull out a little when i refi you know because it's not a bad time to do that i've i've made a little bit of money on the home you know mm -hmm. over the last couple few several years um so maybe i'll pull a little bit of money out and to be honest after all that i was like i'm not even gonna i had a good year you know with the shop yeah I made myself actually a little bit of money this year instead of just breaking even. Yeah. Um, I actually put a little bit of money in my pocket, so I was like, cool. Um, I don't really need to borrow or pull out from my from my loan or from my you know my my refi. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so with that with that interest rate, I'm putting a lot of money in my pocket over the next 15 years. Wow, dude! So, congrats, man. That's yeah, huge. I know. Really cool. And like everybody was refining, like everybody that I know that's, you know, homeowners and maybe didn't have the best rate, like everyone's refining. Well, didn't something happen like just last week where they 
that you're not able to refinance anymore or something or yeah you know what so they were slowly 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 doing that and that's why i was like pushing my my guy like yo let's move this shit through because they they dude i went through the ringer bro because they asked me like how are you making money in times like this Mm -hmm. why should we be giving you any money and i'm like dude i don't even i don't even owe that much on my house yeah like my loan is so small and I'm just like, how are you guys like sweating me like that? You know, like look at my previous year's taxes. Like, look at it all. You got it. I, I don't owe any money on anything. I had like a, like a home equity line that I had used. Yeah. And there was nothing on it. It was just all at zero. But they're like, you have to close that account. And like, why do you have another account? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then they, I had to literally write. I had to write something and get it like I had to sign in everything saying that. Um, that I am making money and how I'm able to, to, to make anything in, in these un, you know, circumstance, unforeseen circumstances and da 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 And like, I had to like prove everything was very strange. Wow. So it was a complete, and then he was just like, oh, whoa, this is something new. Like, I, I, I don't know. What I'm getting at is it was very difficult to even get my, set, uh, my excuse me, my- um, The refinance. Yeah, the refi. And now, yeah, I think that they're like putting a cap on it yeah because everybody's doing it and it's just like and and technically and they're they're seeing it like nobody has any money yeah i mean some people do but some people don't and some people just want to refi because it's going to put a lot of money in their pocket over a long period of time yeah but they just want to um they don't want to lose out yeah no i feel you so does it does it make sense the way that i'm thinking about it that sooner or later people are going to realize that their job isn't coming back that this this government money is going to be gone and it's going to be like 2008 again where people are just having to sell their pads and they're having so many foreclosures. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that that's what I'm scared of. And I, I uh, if somebody would just ask me like, yes or no, is that going to happen? Um, I would be at 51% yes, it's gotcha. probably going to happen. Uh, I don't know anything about economics. I'm not really the right person to ask, but if... If you're asking me right now, with my opinion, I'd say, yeah, probably. Yeah. So, it fucking sucks, dude. Well, I definitely did take economics in high school, so, well, yes, yeah, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we're not stupid and I can see that, so. <laughs> That's yeah. my guess. Yeah. I don't know, man. Who knows what the fuck's going to happen, dude. Right. Maybe next year we could just all get, like, an allowance every <laughs> month. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, when I was, like, 13 and I, I did all my chores for the week. What was your allowance back in the day? Do you remember? Um, I think I got like between seven and ten dollars a week. Wow! Uh, was this nineteen forty, bro? Yeah, I'm fucking. <laughs> super old. You guys got allowances? You didn't get allowance, dude. I had to do stuff though. I, we did stuff it for free. <laughs> well, did your parents <laughs> give you? Air. Did your parents give you any money to eat? Uh, for like um, lunches. Okay, well, thirty-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me. I'm talking like this is like during summer and I'm like skating right yeah and I need so we pretty much figured it out where every day I would eat the same thing mm-hmm. and then I we would literally kind of like ask people for change <laughs> so like no this is not this this this, this, this is the truth all right so my parents did not like we you know my, my, my dad was very lucky because his parent had given him a home that he had remodeled and made nice and he was kind of a contractor and handyman and stuff like that but um we were kind of like very like low on finances so my dad would give me like i think it was maybe around 10 bucks and i would clean the whole house i'd wake up saturday morning super early 
and I would just start vacuuming all the stairs. I remember this like Swiffer kind of like sweeping basically the um, the all the hardwoods and like just cleaning everything I could. Dude. Yeah. My room. I'd put away stuff in my dad's room. I'd do this, do this, do this. Like go outside, sweep the deck. I would help him in the garden, like you know, clean up some of the flowers and stuff. I think it would take about two hours. Gotcha. And it would take about, and I would get about ten bucks. And then that would last me for definitely a few days. Um, but yeah, what I would do is we'd go skate, right? Mm -hmm. This is like my summer, like uh, when I was skating, I don't know, 14 or I don't remember how old I was. So then I would, we would get this like, we would, for lunch, we would get a slice of pizza for like $1.25. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want to like blow the whole, I didn't want to have the 75 cents. So what we would do is we would like skate up to like rando people. This was like down by the wharf in Monterey. Uh -huh. And I'd be like, oh, um, excuse me, uh, can I, do you think I could borrow, a, oh, we say borrow, right? Like we're gonna fucking pay them back. Right? Uh, do you think we could borrow a quarter to call my, to call our mom? And they're like, oh, you need to call your mom. Yeah, I don't have any money and I just need to make a phone call and I need to tell my mom I'm okay. Fucking easy. Oh, quarter, here you go. Boom, right? So then, so then like, what we would do is I'd be like, okay, that pizza's $1.25. You could not give any tip. You would like, like it's out the door. There's yeah. no tax on food, whatever. So we would buy this slice of pizza and that'd be like lunch, right? And then sometimes we like bring something in our pocket or our bag or something, you know, just like a little bit of like food. Like an egg a, sandwich or a, something? Maybe, but no, no, no. It would be like a drink or like, I don't know. So we would get a drink and then we'd have our like, are people that we knew down by the wharf, right? Like, oh, dude, like, our, our homie is at a spot, and he gives us a drink coupon, or... <laughs> I don't know, dude. And then we would just get, like, a drink and a, and, a, and a slice of pizza, and then we would, like, go home for dinner. You oh, know what shit. I mean? And that's, like, I would live so, like... I lavish? Off, I, I would live off... Yeah, <laughs> lavish, sure. Opposite of that, dude. Hey, did you used to get those coupon books from McDonald's? From oh, Halloween? Yeah, but I got one better for McDonald's. Okay, I think I, I probably told, I maybe have told you this in a podcast, dude. But we, we for McDonald's, you know when they're playing the, the, the Monopoly game? Yeah. So every few tags you get like, you know, a free a free drink or a free meal or a free hamburger or a free, free uh, uh, um, breakfast sandwich or some yeah. shit, right? So there was this thing in Monterey called the Coast Weekly. And it was just like a weekly magazine, right? And you know how when they say like, no purchase necessary when mm -hmm. you play those games yeah so they would put those in the coast weeklies on we'd figure out like what day they were putting them in and then we'd go and we'd skate around and we'd get every single coast weekly we'd open it up to the center pull out the monopoly thing <laughs> boom 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 we'd bring a backpack right and we just fucking grab as many of these like in uh coast weekly uh, mcdonald's like flyers that they, they had they had two pull-offs on them right so it's like boom 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 and for whatever reason, the Coast Weekly ones always had like better stuff or like a winner more often. Oh, really? Yeah. So we would have stacks of this McDonald's ones, right? So for like a month and a half, we would have like all the McDonald's that we could ever want to eat. And then, and then the next year comes around, boom, like 10 months later, right? McDonald's again. All right, let's may maybe they're in the Coast Weeklies. <laughs> and they do it for like two weeks on like Saturdays, right? Yeah. When they come out on Saturday or whatever it was. And we would just skate around every single, it was like a free magazine. So like you pull the thing and you just grab every single one out of it. <laughs> and that, that helped a lot. Were you, um, 
ever thinking that you were going to get that park place? Or? Fuck no. I already knew that the boardwalk for, yeah. I mean, at very first, we're like, oh shit, we only need, we're one away. Like, you know, we're kids thinking like. For everyone, we're for, one away. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, oh, maybe we could trade somebody. It's like, yeah, right. You're not, they're, they literally make like two of these boards. And then I saw the thing on Dude, the whole special, scam. the whole scam on fucking. Dude, that shit's fucking ridiculous. What was that? I, I didn't see it. I heard about it, but I didn't so watch it. basically, they were stealing. Jump in. If yeah, you the, head, the head security guy or whatever uh, for the company that got hired. The, yeah, it's security. He would get the special pieces and swap them out. Like, there was, like, a, a time when he would get the special pieces and they were supposed to go out on the, on the cups or fries or whatever it was. Basically, and, a dude would steal. Like, a briefcase would be, like, fucking secured to his hand. And everything, but they would he would somehow be able to. I forgot exactly what it was. He but would go to the bathroom every single time. Yep. For whatever single time. Switch that shit the out. The person that was with them, he would go to the bathroom every single time with the fucking suitcase and switch the shit out. And nobody ever caught on for all these fucking years. And all these years, he was giving them to like his friends and family and stuff like that. Or maybe it would be like a rando person that's associated with one of his like cousins. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually turned. What into was that like guy doing? What was that right there? Was that a uh, part of the one guy? I, I, I don't know. It might have been a... It looked like the well, dude was... about to get pulled yeah, over exactly. or whatever it was. I know. Oh, shit. The dude looked like he was, like, sitting out, like, the top of the roof. It looked like it, huh? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Maybe was, that's like, why the cop turned around. Yeah, probably. There's probably too many people in, like, a Lambo or something. <laughs> <laughs> there's more than two heads in a Lambo. There's yeah, a problem, there's, like, dude. a third person way too tall, like, sticking out the fucking roof or something. That's crazy. Anyway, so, yeah, it was, like, a mob family, and then they were, like... Then they started doing this whole, like, selling thing where they would, like, have somebody buy in. You remember that? A couple people got, like, completely fucking screwed on yeah. the whole situation. Yeah, they had to buy, like, the ticket for, like, 100 Gs or something. It started becoming, like, a lucrative thing for them or whatever. He's making all this fucking money selling, like, winning ticket. Yeah. But wow. then ended up, like, kind of blackmailing them or whatever. And then they end up getting, like, nothing. And then and then the, uh, the mob family ends up making all the money off of it. Well, anyway, it's shit's fucking wild. You could just, you know, check it out on... Oh yeah, it was the mob family be like, oh, you they like regulate who can win, and like you'd have to give them a cut of the money or whatever. Yep, that's how they're making their money. Got it. Yeah. I uh, I heard something about the mob that they would they would buy like uh, the lottery tickets. Say if you were to win the lottery ticket, they would buy it from you, so they could have a way to like launder money. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, dude, I would never do anything that has to do with the mob or the cartel or anything like that. Yeah, not unless you want to die. You want yeah. your family to die. No, I mean, I'm pretty good, much dude. like... It's pretty much what it boils down to, I think. Yeah, dude, I've seen so many movies and shit where they just kill, like, their first child just out of nowhere. Yeah. And that's just part of the game. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no. I don't need money that bad, dude. No. I'm chill. You know, I was uh, listening to a podcast the other day, and they said that there's a study that shows the happiness versus the most money that you make. Yeah. And they say people that make about like 90 to 100 grand a year are the, right is, the, is the yeah, best. Exactly. Yep. Which no, is, it's very true. It, it makes a lot of sense because, you know, to make more money, you definitely have to give more of your time yep. to, to make that money. And whether it's, you know, for a short amount of time or for a long term of time, you have to put that time in. Yeah. And whether it's like five years where you're just hustling your ass off all day, every day, like those five years, you're giving up a lot of happiness. Definitely. Whether it's like birthdays or relationships or what have you. And you the, fa- the faster that you make, like 
you, you know what? Like when people are making big, big money, you know, you're doing million dollar transactions. You're yeah. making like, you know, million, billion dollar companies, whatever. You got so much riding on your shoulders. Those are the people that fucking kill themselves. They, you know, like, or they get killed or whatever. If you, yeah. like, and all eyes are on you. You fuck up once and it's like, it's like these celebrities. You yeah, know? Like, dude. They have one, like, I, I was, I, I in no, no way have any feelings about which way on, on this subject I'm about to say, but like, um, Bill Cosby. Yeah. If Bill Cosby were to have just died early on. Legend. Like, he would have died a legend. Yeah. Right? The fact that he's still alive, he's <laughs> dying a fucking dirtbag. And I'm not saying one way or the other because I have no, like, left or right side. No, I don't care. Yeah. Right? But just using him as an analogy, if he just fucking OD'd and had this stupid problem, he died in a car accident, he... <laughs> Whatever he would have still died a legend. Yeah, and everybody would have been like, "Man, Bill Cosby was fucking great." Tats, bro. People would get tats. Yeah, people him. would be like, <laughs> "It would, it'd be totally different." Commercials would be funny again. Yeah, everything will <laughs> be great, be right? And then now it's like, uh, oh yeah, Bill, nah. Yuck. But He's, dude, they got Cardi B. She could drug people and fucking rob them, and it's perfectly fine. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's she's, she's on the the Democratic National Convention Jesus. talking with with uh, Joe Biden. I'm like, bro. Well, that's, they're they're honestly, I mean, they're just trying to get like black votes. Yeah, and, and younger votes. Yeah, as well. and I don't I don't want to like even really talk too much about that either. No, definitely but, not. But like that, that that's that that's what it boils down to. Everybody has a prerogative, you know. Yeah, whoever's gonna give me allowance. Yep. That's who I'm voting for. Yeah. I want goddamn allowance, man. <laughs> so I had a hustle back in there. I don't think I ever even got allowance. Nothing? The, no, the most it was was just money for lunch, and then I just wouldn't okay. eat. Yeah. Or, um, you know, I, I actually did have this hookup where, uh, you know, at school, they would have the place where they would sell, like, different food. I don't know if you guys had it. It would be, like, uh, Domino's or chips and mm. candy. Mm. And then they would have the regular cafeteria oh, okay. side of things. Well, I think ours was, like, it, it was a cafeteria that you got your, like, $1.35 lunch. Yeah. And then if you just keep walking, there's a couple options. You can spend a little bit of money and you could buy, like... But I don't think it was, like, Domino's and shit. But I, I get what you're saying. Got you. So we had a little... Um, Another area, so there's a cafeteria and then this other area where you could buy uh, like dominoes or whatever. Damn, yeah. another CA, dude, they're everywhere. everywhere. So, anyways, for some reason, the guy that would uh, sell the food right there, he would he would just give it to me for free. Yeah, I don't know why, dude. He would just give it to me for free, so I wouldn't have to spend my lunch money. And then I had like reduced or free lunch, yeah, so I would get that, and then. My older cousins, they they were seniors when I was a freshman, and they would be like, hey, go get us our food. Here's the money. So I have like 15 bucks. I would get them all their food, and I would just pocket the money. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then they're like, yeah, your little cousin, go send him to get our shit. Yeah. Like, bro, I'm coming up on all you guys. Fuck, dude. I know. Like, it, I, I, I had my ways, too. You the hustle. I mean? Like, I... Uh, got to know certain people or i like you know like i said when i was skating we would like know a couple of the people that worked out of certain places and we would just like yeah it's trade, the uh, get free stuff whatever it's the way you talk to people man yeah no that's what we were talking about early in the podcast that every time i speak to a hispanic person i always tell them primo hey what's up primo how's it going like that because it makes <laughs> yeah. them feel like 
Oh, damn. This person, he's my cousin. Yeah. He might be. I don't know. He might be my cousin. I say that all the time, dude. Yeah. And uh, that helps out a lot. Gotcha. You know, I've been able to, like, sneak into places or whatever. Because you have to think about it, dude. Like, these people that work at places, they're not anything special. No. They're just I working mean, somewhere for a dollar amount. Yeah. So, yeah, if they great. make 15 bucks an hour and you give them 20 bucks and be like, hey, let me cut in line. In their mind, they're just like, okay, I just made an extra hour yeah. of work for it's free. Like a fat tip, right? Yeah. I did that in Vegas one time, man. Um, I just went to the front of the line. Holy I had shit, friends. Did just... <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> oh, just some tiggo bitties. Oh, okay. <laughs> I uh, had some ahead. friends that were inside already. So I just went to the front of the line and I told the guy, I said, hey, Primo, uh, I have my friends in there already, man. Can I take care of you? Let me in. He's like, all right. So I just uh, dropped him a 20, yep. walked in, and that's it, man. Yep. It makes the world go around, dude. Yeah. Twenty's good enough, bro. Let's see. I'm just in one Vegas? little. I'm just one little guy, dude. What the fuck? Vegas, bro. Yeah, I know, man. I wonder what Vegas is gonna be like now. Oh, man, man, speaking of Vegas, dude. Yeah. Sima. How uh, how was that bomb, dude? How how did you feel about that news that came out when Sima was not happening? I mean, I was I was relieved and I was um, let down at the same time. Yeah. You were working hard, man, on that uh, yeah, S2000 EV build that was going to be sleep in. and shit. But, well, that's the thing, though. I, I'm still working on it the same. It's just the cars that paint now. So I was, like, gotcha. working to get it to paint really, really hard. And then I literally... It was crazy. Uh, Ravi te had texted me because he's a vendor, so he's going to know, like, just before everybody else. He goes, hey, they just, I just got word that they're going to cancel um, SEMA. And I'm like, okay. I'm literally fucking driving to LTMW right now to drop off the car, oh, like shit. for paint, right? And then I'm like, should I turn around? Cause then I could do like a couple, couple quick things. Like I'll, I'll bring it like in like three days or something, right? Yeah. I'm like, nah, let's just, let's just get it, like to the to the paint shop. So I ended up still dropping it off and everything, and uh, it worked out fine. But uh, yeah, it's at paint right now, and they're they're pretty much kicking ass on it. I'm gonna go on monday so tomorrow i'm um, gonna go to ltmw and i'm gonna pick up or i'm gonna bring them a couple part little little things and they're it's all like primered and ready to go and they're gonna start shooting color this week very cool man so that's pretty nice so you already obviously got the bumper finished then right okay so the the bumper is like 99 percent done and ready for for primer gotcha so i'm probably gonna swing by cody's uh, before I go to LTMW and just bring the bumper to them for to shoot uh, But but yeah, dude that 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 front bumper actually proved to be a lot more work than we had originally thought it looks like it dude. It was just like from from 3d scanning it to then designing it. Yeah figuring out what we want it to look like redesigning like, you know fucking 50 times and then and then finally making a 3d printed mold that actually had to be done at at a different spot just because like Cody had just got his printer and like he was having a little bit of problems with like the printer head so then the shop that had like built the, the 3d printer just ended up printing it for us uh, and that shit was not cheap you know Wait, they so, printed the whole bumper no not the whole bumper oh, this whole insert got gotcha, you got gotcha, you got gotcha. you okay I mean, they could have printed a whole bumper but I just didn't want to have Cody like make a whole new bumper I felt like it's kind of that's kind of crazy to do that yeah so we just made it like this insert but then like 
inserting it and actually like gluing it together proved to be a little bit weird because mm. I didn't he's like oh it'll it'll work and I'm like okay but I didn't really understand how it could possibly work um, but I mean they think he figured it out you know and then it's just just grafted it in basically you mean how the 3d part would adhere what, to the bumper yeah it would actually because it's not like you could just sit it on top and then like it's not like uh, drywalling where you just kind of put two pieces together and you build it up and your eye just doesn't see it like this shit's got to be fucking flat and perfect right mm. So I'm like, how does that even work? So he's like securing it from the back and using like wiring to like wire to tie it all together. And then, and then I don't know, it's crazy. So he's just, he's got it essentially done. He's working on it, like finalizing it right now. Um, and then I'm going to bring it on Monday, hopefully. Uh, if not, he'll probably just like swing it by on Tuesday or something like that for me. Um, but yeah, um, car's at paint, so it'll be... It'll be back to me in the next couple weeks, probably. Yeah. Um, and then I'll just be slamming it all together and wrapping it up. Well, you're going to be uh, definitely ahead of time. Yeah. Oh, the just do project. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, last no, last year's car was okay. Um, the white S2000, that shit, I had like five days to put the whole car together. Wow. That was fucked up. I bet, Because well, that, that dude, Ivan left me in a fucking terrible spot with that car so uh-huh i mean we can we can talk shit about that if you want <laughs> just feel free to just don't go to straw sports that place fucking sucks straw sports where are they located at el monte somewhere like in that area got you yeah. um so now this that they did the paint last time they did the paint on the white s2000 got you so um this time took it a ltmw yeah uh so I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like, uh, I was like, damn, dude, I don't know if I wanna go to LT, right? Yeah. And Ravi's like, Long really wants to work with you. He did a really great job on my car. He's like, I can't wait for you to see the job he did. And I'm like, I'm like, honestly, LT did a great job on Ravi's car when it was white. Uh, he, he, the he, Evo he, X. He, yeah, he changed it. So I, yes. I don't wanna spoil anything, but he's like, I can't wait for you to see it. And I'm like, well, dude, honestly, the white, the, when it was white, it was fucking fabulous, yeah. right? So. I'm like, yeah, I guess, I guess I will, you know, I can talk, talk to long and I'm like, I'm like, Hey man, I just want to have a good experience. Mm -hmm. That's what I said. I said, I don't care like what it costs me. I just want to have a good experience. Yeah. And he's like, all right, I got you. Nice. All right. So we'll see what happens. And I told him it's my daily driver. It doesn't have to be a fucking Riddler winner. Yeah. Like it's not that kind of a car, but I don't want it to be shitty. I want it to be, I want it to be that kind of a paint job. So you're going to daily this? Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. It's kind of cool. crazy. But, uh, like, how I see it is, like, let's say that we're going to meet up in, San, in, uh, in um, where do we meet up? Santa Monica. Santa Monica. I'm not going to go, like, dip up to Santa Monica, throw it in a parking garage, and just be like, all right, let's drive around for six hours. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I wouldn't, I would probably just drive my truck or something, like, whatever. Or, like, a different car. Yeah. But, but as far as just, like, driving to work, driving back home going to run errands drive out to like to see a client yeah i'm gonna drive that car you know should be able to get like without just like whomping on it i should be able to drive about 100 and 100 to 120 miles on it mm. which isn't a lot but at the same time um it, i can get around everywhere that i need to go do you so, think it's gonna be fast yeah it's gonna be really fast Dang. it'll be it'll be really fast for sure i'm excited to see it dude. yeah the renderings look awesome. They're definitely different. 
So we're about to pull up to Fat Sal's. Okay. Oh, right, right there. Right now. Boom. Right there in the corner. So guys, make sure you um, check out our newest sponsor, which is right here. One of the most critical parts to any build is the clutch. Without a proper clutch, you won't be able to get that power to the wheels. No one wants to spend hundreds of dollars on a clutch that won't hold their power for more than a few races or spirited drives. It is important to go with a clutch that you know that you can count on. That's why many people choose Action Clutch over the competition. Action Clutch offers OEM replacements all the way to 1200 plus horsepower that can be found everywhere from street cars, drag cars, and even formula drift vehicles. Action Clutch makes all their kits here in the USA with materials sourced locally in Los Angeles. Not only is Action Clutch made in the USA, they have also made a strong focus this year to give back a percentage of sales back to the community during these hard times, providing impacted families with groceries and other necessities. Contact Action Clutch today with whatever you need and you will receive the family treatment. You can find their product line at actionclutch.com. If you don't see what you need, please feel free to call them at 323-269-6051. You can also DM them on Instagram at actionclutch or email them at sales at actionclutch.com. If you need help choosing a kit, Action Clutch can get you set up with the right kit for your build. All right, guys, we are back and uh, we have a special guest with us, Ryan from Rywire. Oh, what's up, guys? So we actually were recording for an hour, but uh, the mics weren't on. So if you guys yep. want to watch that unreleased footage, you got to go to youtube.com slash downstarring for the bonus footage. And we were talking about a lot of uh, explicit things, hating on a lot of people, and uh, talking shit. So yeah. make sure you guys go check it out and subscribe. And yeah. uh, you know why we're talking about YouTube, bro? Let's talk about your channel, man. You've been pretty active lately. I've been a little bit active. I mean, not not like some people, but uh, more than I have been in the past, I should say. That's good enough, bro. Yep. You know, as long as you're uh, trying a little bit. I'm trying a little bit. I mean, I see the... I see what you know you've told me for years that there's a whole bunch of people that aren't necessarily you know like my Instagram followers or whatever you know there's a lot there's a lot to it yeah and I feel like you know I probably was missing a good amount of people and I still probably am yeah but uh, just having a channel now and trying a little bit harder to engage some of those people and to be able to like show kind of what I'm working on yeah in, in a different way because like I, for me, it's like, oh, this this is an IG post. Like, oh, this isn't good enough for an IG Got post. Got you. Oh, this is, this is, uh, nobody wants to see this. But you know what? Let those people decide if they want to see it or not. Just put it out there. Yeah. And I just, I'm just doing it and I do what I can for whatever I have time for. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's better than not feeding into it. Even right. if you're doing one episode a week, yeah, one each two week, weeks, yeah. whenever it is. As long as you're doing something. It's something. The number's growing. You yeah. Know? And uh, the engagement's growing. And, uh, I mean, that's all you can really hope for. You know, it'll, it'll get there. People, I mean, I've noticed that some of the stuff that we did on that, that red um, Civic. Yes. The EA Civic. That was, you know, like we did that a year ago yeah but some of those videos have a lot more hits than they did when they were released like you know more people are they're looking at my channel and going oh shit there's this car on there oh there's this oh okay like yeah. i, I want to see this or i want to see that maybe they're not even interested in the evs 2000 mm -hmm. maybe they're just like 
Oh, well, let's see what else he has. Oh, shit, he's got this red Civic with a B-Series and ITVs. That's way more up my alley. Yeah. You know? I want to see how he did this or that, right? Yeah, and um, that's the good thing about feeding to your uh, your catalog because yeah. uh, when somebody comes and finds out about you, then they can go in the back catalog yeah. and you know watch old things that you've done. Uh, I know we were talking about this earlier that like there's so many things that that I have done with Downstar that probably a majority of people don't even know about unless you, know, you were yeah. around from the beginning of things. Right. But if you came in at maybe 2018 or something, which uh, you know every year, every month, just we start getting new more and more supporters you know you don't really know what we did back in 2013 14 mm -hmm. so it's kind of on us to make that um make it bring known. up that hit that history yeah yeah definitely so dude like um every now and then i'll get a guy or a person individual that will say like oh man i've been following you since the crx days and honda tech back in uh 0205 yeah you know every now and then but it's way more common that people say, oh, hey, um, you know, th this new S2000 build is pretty cool. You know, like, there's not even, like, what I'm getting at is there's so many, people miss so much stuff. Yeah. And they only remember kind of, like, what, what happened last week, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. So you can't, like, bank on the, like, oh, man, I've been doing this since 2000. Yeah. You know? You have to, you have to keep telling people, showing people that you're modern and... And, and making new stuff or that you're a crip like yeah. that guy is just showing oh yeah the whole world yo i'm 45 but i'm still a fucking crip <laughs> <laughs> i just live in a nice house but still in the, still in the ghetto <laughs> that dude had the the paisley socks and blue shorts and everything dude yeah. But yeah, that's cool, man. I like to see you uh, doing the YouTube channel, and it's very informative, man. Yeah, thanks. And dude. you've uh, you seem like you're breaking out of your shell a little bit yeah. too. Do you feel it? Um, yeah, a little bit. It's funny because like early on, I I had my editing guy that I've been using for a while, just like, hey, critique me, tell me like what you know I'm mm -hmm. doing doing wrong, doing right, whatever. But then ultimately, he just always said, kind of just just do you, be be you, and 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 it, and it works. And so <clears throat> I've been just like filming myself, just like talking being completely just how i am yeah not really trying to like <coughs> be fake or any like i don't i don't want to want to come off that way yeah that's what i've been kind of doing out here trying to do video because he wants me to do video while i'm doing his cars and stuff yeah and just trying to like look at myself look stupid in my camera all the time and just be over it right be myself more which is hard because i'm just an asshole usually and i say fuck a lot <laughs> when yeah. i'm thinking but you but know. that's how you are, so you should just yeah yeah continue just to do that. Like every now and then, I just kind of like I like get excited or something, and I'm like I look like a fucking clown, but I'm like whatever. That's <laughs> that's me though. So if I look stupid or my eyes twitch weird, I'm like that's just how I am. So yeah, uh, just roll with it. Well, this, this we got another crip. As you said, he's loving it right there, he bro. Whatever you are just doing. I think he's just looking up at an airplane or something. I think yeah, he's right. Trying to, showing him this mixtape. <laughs> Was that like tape he had in his hand? It looked like it. I don't know, but we got a ruckus gang right here. Oh, oh yeah. shit. Hell yeah. Is that a real motorcycle on the other side? or? Oh, yeah, that's a real one. I think. Wait. Oh, I don't know. It looks tiny. Bad angle. Let's see. Bro, I thought you said there was a ruckus gang. Oh, that's, that's, a, uh, that's like, like oh, a, a cafe kind of thing. Yeah, a little cafe There was one ruckus, bro. 
That was a gang, bro. You don't know him. He puts in work, oh, dog. <laughs> you remember when we were in Japan and there was those those Japanese biker dudes? And they're, like, yeah. and they're just revving the they're whole like, time. Funny. They're like revving like all in sync and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, I just seen a post about um, Japan that it was like, I don't know, just showing the benefits of Japan. Oh, another rolls, man. Ooh. If you guys go back to that uh, that unreleased podcast, we talked about Rolls Royce a lot. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I was showing all the things about Japan, and it was showing like, uh, you know, the stairs where if it's packed, everybody's still just on the side that they're supposed to be on. Oh, right, Nobody's right, right. on the exit, walking to the entrance. Of course, they're you know, all, they're, it, they're all forming a line. They're yeah, all, right. and it just made me realize like all the things that i love about japan you know but yeah if we did live there it probably wouldn't be that cool it'd probably yeah wear it, off after a while it would feel way different i think pretty quick but yeah it feels you, like everybody's just so shook over there to do something yeah like to, to stand out to be different and then you get like the the ultimate uh, opposite side of things like the guys riding around with the bikes with the neons yeah. and they're just like rebelling yeah and that's their way of like showing it yeah when everybody else is just like looking forward and just being aware that they don't do anything wrong yeah oh yeah definitely you know they don't want to be like an out like outspoken they don't want to look standing out versus anybody else well if you're a criminal you could definitely get away with it in japan (laughs) for sure you could do a lot of crime over there because I probably seen maybe like all the trips that we went on, maybe like ten cops total, and I don't even yeah. think they have guns or anything. I don't think so. Speaking of uh, traveling, bro, you just got back from uh, from your trip. Where'd you go to? We went to Portland. So you went to? It was actually Portland. Yeah, we went, went. We went to Portland, but then on our gotcha. way on our way back. So so my 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 cousin um, and his wife um, are, are pregnant, and they didn't want to tell me yet, but they were like. Uh, we need you to get tested before you come and we're like oh I wonder if this is going to be hard and you know whatever we didn't got for you. COVID right so like it was the easiest thing ever dude it's so nice how they have it set up and in Huntington Beach I literally I have a, a PPO for my insurance so I literally just took a picture of my card like my insurance card I was able to get a test in 20 minutes and 20 minutes later I I, uh, I got you know like negative uh, uh the results result sheet no way dude it was so quick it was so easy and then so we literally instantly just the fuck is this i don't know this is a long line right shake shack long ass line for shake shack they're tripping hundreds of people (laughs) so uh yeah i got a test and then we like immediately basically rolled up to uh well that next morning we we started driving up to portland um because they didn't want us to they just basically didn't want us to bring anything she's at high risk because she's pregnant etc etc anyway we didn't know yet we thought okay they're just being like really really you know cautious and then yeah we just jammed up there i got up there in 14 hours from my spot in orange county i literally we drove like 85 or something like you know from 90s only we were just like smashing up there um only made like three stops like quick stops Mm -hmm. and then got there for dinner so we left we left in the morning 5 a.m got there for dinner oh fuck yeah it's crazy <laughs> Lit. so um yeah we went and saw a bunch of cool shit just did a lot of like hikes and um drove around ordered it ordered in a lot of food uh just spent time in there at their place for the whole week 
So, and I, you know, my, my cousin's still working, so I was able to just work remote and answer emails and just, like, you know, order things and still work for the most part. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was, a, it was a lot of fun, and we were able to uh, have a good time up there. On our way back, we took it easy through the, through the weekend, basically. Uh-huh. Uh, drove over to the Oregon coast, drove down the Highway 1 for a little while, and then kind of cut back over to the 5, and then drove down the 5 home. Um, and yeah, it was like, just saw all kinds of just smoke and all the, the fires are crazy up there right now. So yeah, um, just Portland's really pretty nuts thing. right now, huh? Yeah, it is. There's a lot going on right now, man. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. I remember when we went to Portland, uh, maybe it was last year or the year before that we went. Um, I think it was the year before, but either way, it was very different yeah. living over there or Staying over there, seeing the way that they live life, it's totally different, man. And then uh, fast forward to now, seeing all the protests and shit going on. Dude, pro- it's like wild. Portland protest scene is fucking pretty nuts, man. <laughs> There's a lot of homeless down there now. Yeah. Um, downtown Portland's a different place than... And I go every year to visit my family up there. and um, You know, everything's boarded up downtown. Uh, stuff's just like pulled down and like I guess every night they have like pretty crazy uh, protests every single night yeah now that's not where that like Chaz place was Chaz was it I don't remember there was some place that they shut down a few blocks and they took it over and it was like their own little city did you hear about that wasn't that the capital or something I don't know no 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 it was it was either in Portland or Seattle. It was Washington. It was Washington, okay, so right? Then it was probably yeah. Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, but the all the Pacific Northwest or whatever they call it up yeah. there, everything. Yeah, they they're like, they're they're <laughs> they're definitely rioters up there and protesters and everything in between. They're doing the work for the history books, man. I know. You know what I think? Um, because. They said that this time is like worse than it was in the Great Depression, yeah. and um, like social rights movements. Like these are the biggest marches and things like that. Right. You know, to be honest, if you kind of just stick to your own and do your own thing, you really wouldn't notice that things no. are kind of going on. You know, um, we live in Oxnard, so you're talking maybe an hour away from LA. But if I never came to LA, it really w- the gravity of the situation really wouldn't have weighed on me. Yeah, to be to be honest, like I'm in I'm in Orange County, right? And um, yeah, I mean Orange County is kind of a different place. They they uh, you know I don't know if, if COVID really exists in Orange County. Yeah, it's just funny that the way that people are out there kind of compared to like LA and stuff. But yeah, dude, like I came up to LA and we're here now. But um, during COVID and it was pretty dead, and I was like, wow, this is this is interesting in itself. But yeah, me me being in Orange County, like I wouldn't even probably notice that there was uh, any kind of protesting going on. Yeah. Like, you know, there there is some stuff in Orange County, but if you're not like at those streets at that time, you could easily just completely miss it all. Yeah. You know. Definitely. But shout out to everybody that's uh, out there doing whatever work yeah. that they think needs to be done because. Unfortunately, I just gotta stay with my head down and do what I gotta do because I got too many problems on my plate. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I agree with you on that. Like, let, let them do their thing and work for for you know for the greater good of everybody, and that's I think that's awesome. Uh, but I just, I'm not, I'm not doing anything with that. I'm just 
doing what I need yeah. to do and that's to keep my business going and uh, that's what's important to me. I think at this age, I really want to stay away from situations where things can pop off. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to be in the middle of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Although I would like to, uh, you know, help people's good, uh, good fights and things like that. I'm not trying to get shot. I'm not trying to get ran over. I'm not trying to get arrested. Because if I did, that's going to affect a lot more people. Yep. I agree, dude. You have your family to look out for. Yeah. And that's number one. And, you know, my 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 business is like my family. I care about it as much as, you know, I yeah. care about all my other loved ones. So I, I need to really make that number one. Yeah, but say if I was a 22-year-old kid and we ain't got shit going on. Yeah. I don't know what I'll be doing, man. I'll probably be trying to make some crazy-ass memories right now. Yeah. Because uh, people are definitely going to remember 2020. Oh, yeah. It just depends on what you're going to remember it for. Right, you know, right, right, I'm, right. I'm not really going to remember it as, like, a bad time, but just as a time with a lot of change yeah. happening. Yes. You know, I don't want to get down on things and just think, like, 2020 is the worst year because I try to look at every situation... Whatever it is, even if you fucking get in an accident, told your car, oh well, at least I get, I get to save money <laughs> on that car payment or whatever. You know, you try yeah, to look you, you, you're, at the you're, best situation. You're looking at the glass half full. Rather try than to. Half you empty. have to. Man. Try to. Yeah. So of course. that's what I'm gonna try to look at 2020. I'm trying to make the best memories I can with the best people, and just focus on being positive, because it's a inevitable that this is going to be a year that's going to stick in our heads yep. so i'd rather remember it as being you know I, I would try to make the best out of it instead of you know looking at all the bad that's going on correct there's a lot of bad though right but um so you got to take this way uh this time off of work dude you uh you usually don't do that i know i mean i kind of thought about it and was like well normally there's a couple weeks a year that i take off yeah you know, like we go to japan um I'll, you know, take a week off for, like, PRI, normally SEMA, mm -hmm. right? But when SEMA wasn't happening, I was like, well, shit, I'm going to literally have January uh, TAS as my only real time off the whole year. Yeah. I've just been grinding every single day. So I was like, I guess, and since the car got to paint, I, I took it to LTMW. I talked about that on the, on the last one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I got it to paint and then found out that, you know, like at that minute that basically I was pulling up to LTMW to drop it off. And then Ravi's like, yo, SEMA got canceled. Oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was like, well, the car's at paint. Can't really do too much on it right now. I really like need the car to do work. So I might as well just kind of take this time off. The guys had, you know, everything that they needed to do was, uh, pretty, pretty seamless at work, you know? We didn't have any, like, crazy big projects that were, like, on tight deadlines. Yeah. So, like, okay, this is a good time. And that's the best way for me. Like, I don't want to try to, like, plan something in advance and then have to, like, you know, not take a job or move things around or make it all chaotic. It's like, I told my girl, I was like, let's go next weekend. And she's like, whoa, uh, it's, like, five days from now. I'm like, fuck it, let's go. She's like, nice. Right, cool. And then we just called them, like, my family, and I'm like, well, can we stay? Is it good? They're like, yep, that's fine. And uh, cruised up there. But yeah, it was a great time, dude. It was nice to have, you know, like there wasn't a lot of people like up along the coast in Portland and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So 
uh, it wasn't like here where it's like, I mean, yeah, you're wearing a mask around and what you're doing, but there's just like not a lot of people around. So yeah. it, it almost felt like normal. I had that sense of normality, yeah. which was really nice. I kind of needed that uh, just to be able to get into a car, drive, get out, stop at like a lookout point or like take a hike. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to worry about like, like COVID wasn't a thing Yeah, for that that day or whatever (laughs) and that was that was nice you know yeah man i don't know man i don't know if covid's ever not gonna be a thing anymore dude (laughs) right yeah they're just uh i was talking about earlier they're making movie shows now yeah commercials with mask on it's becoming a normal thing and i get it these people have to continue doing what they're doing yeah but it's like man dude we're just gonna make this even more normal Right. This is getting further and further away from, oh, it's just going to be a couple week lockdown to like, all right, this is life now. Yeah. <laughs> and you just got to, and everybody's kind of living in that like uncertainty, fear, like um, just, it doesn't feel good, you know? I feel like the least possible thing that can happen from all of this is going to be that masks are socially acceptable like they are in uh in japan yeah good i mean yeah and then then like what i what i tell people is like you know i'm sure you probably say the same thing because you know i'm sure like because we've lived it but yeah we go to japan and you see people with masks and then and then you go oh well i don't i'm in a crowded area like i'm gonna go to seven and i holding and grab a fucking uh 7-eleven yeah <laughs> grab, grab a mask and I'm gonna grab a pack of them, and I'm just gonna have them. So if I'm in a crowded space, I'm just gonna put it on. Like, yeah. why not? Like, who cares? It's not that uncomfortable. Yeah. You start getting kind of used to it. And then now people could just wear a mask, and it's not weird. And just fucking do your thing. Have a mask on, and 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 make sure your hands are clean, and don't touch your face as much. And dude, it's not, it's not that hard to do those those little tiny things that could actually make a huge impact in this i think the the thing is though having choice taken away from you and that's what americans that's probably one of i think americans biggest downfalls is that they think in their heads that everybody's out to get them and the government's out to get them Mm -hmm. and i don't want to talk too much about this because it is kind of political uh but but man the government's not out to get everyone how everybody thinks they're after me for sure they 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 want all of our tax money they you know there's things that is not fair and i get it but i don't think that this thing is a whole big conspiracy it's like i don't think anybody could have planned how like this like as an attack or something i mean didn't they say it came from a lab i mean even if it did come from a lab they proved it wasn't just somebody that ate some bat or something sure the, 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 this, and they also, there's also, I don't know, I even want to talk about it. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, just wear, wear your shit, wear your mask, fucking be cautious. You know what? Crazy thing is, I haven't gotten sick this year at all. Me neither. Not even after auto salon? No, I didn't get sick after auto salon. But what I'm getting at is, I know that you did and you were thinking maybe it could have been like yeah something, like you could have gotten sick from, from that, whatever. You could have already had it or whatever the case. But... I have not gotten sick at all this year and I haven't like normally I wake up and I have like a sore throat every now and then and like you know every like 
certain time of year, maybe I'll have a sore throat in the mornings, like every couple weeks, you know, I'm like, oh man, I'm like on the verge, right? But just because I've been wearing a mask, I've been, I've been washing my hands, I've been, you know, staying away from people for the most part, I feel the most healthy that I've ever felt, mm. like fucking since I was a kid, dude. That like, makes sense. No sniffles, no sore throats, because I just, but it's going to suck when I actually do, do get sick and then I'm probably going to get it worse because I've, my, I don't have any of that natural, you know, uh, safeties of, oh yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like immune system. Yeah. Immune system might be a little weird because of it, but now, uh, but I, what I'm saying right now, I'm feel, I've been feeling great and I just, I just done my due diligence. Yeah. I, um, I want to touch back on the thing that you were saying about the, the government, you know, not always being, um, always out you to know, get you. always out to get you. Right. So, uh, interesting, um, thing that joey sent me from the chronicles mm. he sent me a video okay. of uh remember the video game uh metal gear solid okay i know the name but i i don't know that i've ever played it so i don't got you know what really what it is uh it's one of the greatest games ever invented okay. but uh, such dope games but part two at the end of metal gear solid they're talking and the whole game i guess turns out to be that the guy that he was taking orders from was ai and it wasn't even a real person. And this okay. this game came out in 2001. And what they're saying is that AI needs to control humanity in order for humanity to continue. Because if not, us having free will and us using... Um, instead of using logic, we use emotion yeah. to make decisions. Uh -huh. That's inevitably going to cause the downfall of mankind. Right, because if it's just a formula, then there's no emotion in it. Exactly. And it's just you're doing what the formula tells you. Exactly. But then on the other side of the coin is who's who's controlling that formula. Right. What because is the there? formula is learning and and then has a um, uh, intention all of a sudden to destroy yeah. and take over. Then and you that's get Terminator 2. That, that's not good either. <laughs> yeah, we don't really want that. Yeah, but it did make a lot of sense because I know that a lot of stuff that happens, especially with like, uh, you know, new laws being implemented or scare tactics or what have you, a lot of this stuff has to do with, with ego and pride, you know, whether it's the, the ego of a governor not wanting to go back on his word that, right. you know, maybe the shutdown wasn't as big of a deal as we thought it was going to be or whatever, yeah. you know, because they're watching out for their own ass. They want to get, um, you know, reelected or what have you. Yeah. But I just thought that that was such an interesting take on it to to see AI as being a good thing and not only a good thing, uh, what's necessary for human for humanity to keep on and yeah. to you know evolve. I hear you. So, yeah. I don't know, man. But then again, I look yeah. at things the other way that I don't want anybody to have any control of my thoughts, my feelings, or the way that I think about things. Right. Right. But then. All that is is my ego and pride that makes me want to think, well, I know what's best for me, but sometimes maybe I don't know yeah. what's best for me. Right. And if it is all a bunch of formulas and ones and zeros and things like that, I'm sure that that's going to be a lot smarter than me computing it in my head. Right. Because it's using, like, fact and, and, uh, and lo I guess, logic from prior knowledge. Yeah, is how exactly. it would be derived from, I guess. Yeah. Imagine being able to 
to take all the experiences from everybody on a certain subject. Yeah. Even something as simple as eating a certain type of food. Yeah. You know, okay, this person liked it. This person didn't. This person was this race. They were this this age. They could directly target something that would be perfect for you. Yeah. You know, which is something that they do now, but well, it's it's with uh, profit and gain. Yeah. And not then- for the betterment of you and your experience yeah and then it comes down to like the elections right now too Mm -hmm. using that technology to either let people see or not see certain things and try to sway and change their um voting or their thoughts or yeah no definitely and that's something that they were talking about on there too is, is they were talking about fake news yeah and strip out that damn this came out in 2001 2002 sometime around then and for them to foresee this being an issue and this issue actually coming to fruition, pretty fucking crazy. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. But who knows, man? You know, I don't really give a fuck. Whatever's going to happen, happens. I'll yep. figure out how yeah. we're going to navigate once the, the cards are laid out. Yeah, you just got to be smart enough to, like, sidestep and, um, you know, re- re- relay your own path and uh, pivot Right. Yeah, pivot, pivot. Gotta Speaking pivot. about pivoting, there's a lot of people that pivoted to the streets. I know. And we're, we are right here in downtown LA, guys. And uh, this is insane. Tent, for Tent sure. City. Tent City. So, Randy, yeah. you uh, you coming out here downtown LA and you've seen all of these, uh, these tents and makeshift homes. What do you think about it all, dude? Yeah, it's just as crazy to me. Actually, when we used to come here for Nisei, yeah. I used to, we used to, me and Mike SI, we used to walk up to the, was the Staples Centers? Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We used to walk up there because he's a huge fan of the Lakers. And uh, we've walked through, like, the streets or whatever, and that shit just blew my mind then, bro. And it's like, how's there not a solution for all these people that are living on the streets? You know what I mean? Yeah. So we try and take care of so much other shit in this world that has nothing to do with us. <laughs> yeah. And then these streets are just flooded with homeless people, bro. So shit's just crazy to me, bro. Like Phoenix is starting to get bad. A lot of people took off the Phoenix. Like supposedly we get busloads of homeless people come in and getting dropped off to our state. Like I don't know if you guys ever heard about this. Yeah, I have. Yeah, and that's just, that's fucking wild to me, bro. It's just like, I mean, holy I, shit. Yeah, I heard even, like, they, they, a lot of them, a lot of homeless people are, like, shuttled or bust from Central California to the coasts as well. Yeah. And then from there, then they're taken to, like, you know, bust to, like, oh, you want to, we're taking this bus to, um, I don't know why any yeah I don't know why anybody willingly want to go to fucking be homeless in Arizona. I know. (laughs) Fuck that. Damn, that sounds terrible. It is terrible, bro. Like, so like, do you know how many like what kind of numbers uh, get shuttled in like a day? Uh, Yeah, no idea, man. Just it was real brief that I heard that or whatever, and I was just like, what the fuck? But the numbers are really increasing over there. Yeah, they're they're increasing for sure. Yeah. Well, we were talking a little bit earlier about you know. what we thought the economy would do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. And, um, yeah, it's hard to say, but things aren't looking great, to be honest. <laughs> They're so. not, man. And, you know, we, we always talk about 2008, uh, the, the financial crisis or whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, I wasn't 
out of age to really understand the significance of it. Right. Because, uh, you know, I was probably, what, like 23 or something like that. I didn't right. have a home or, you know, didn't really even know what I was doing with life. So the things that were happening to, like, more established people, I didn't understand that. But, yeah, you know, fast forward being 35 now, I'm kind of like, yo, what's what's really going yeah, this on? this is, like, impacting and a lot differently it's hitting hitting home in a different way right yeah no, yeah definitely like, yeah for me too it was weird even oh look at this like oh wow rig set up oh that's cool oh shit and there's cops police, in police, front and behind police escort oh that's like a they're like filming a for a movie, movie or something or a commercial or something. what if they're just doing what we're doing having a podcast <laughs> maybe yeah right but that, that's probably like joe rogan or something that he would only yeah, have a budget dude. to have a police escort through the shout out to joe rogan man that's my uh, that's my idol, dude. I don't have very many idols. He's your pod idol. Uh, he's kind of just my man just idol, idol. <laughs> altogether. Yeah, he's he's, he's kind of hot, dude. You know? Yeah, dude. He's a good looking dude for uh, fifty or whatever he is. Yeah. You know, um, we were at on at lunch in a uh, Thousand Oaks. Okay. And um, we're just sitting, and I see this dude walking up with his uh, his daughter. Okay. And I'm like. Babe, I think that's Joe Rogan. And then he's walking, and I hear him get closer, and I'm like, "Yep, that's his voice. That's yeah, yeah. him." You heard his and voice. And he kind of saw that we were we were looking at him, so he looks at us. He says, "Hey, what's up?" And we I waved. I was like, "Oh shit, that's." I was freaking out inside, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to I had to keep it uh keep my composure in front of my family. Right. I was like, "Oh, that's a guy oh. Joe Rogan that I listen to." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> good. He's been inside. I'm like, "Oh my god." Yeah. It's the man. So can we just keep going straight? Yeah, or? get up on that dude's ass, bro. Fuck it. What are they going to tell you to do? Back up? a little bit of a buffer. Yeah, they could probably definitely tell us a lot of things. Well, yeah, that's about it, though. For sure. But, uh, guys, if you're just listening right now, um, we're following this uh, Cadillac Escalade that's being followed by a... I don't know, like some camera rig. Camera rig truck. Truck. Looks pretty dope. It's really cool. It's like got a cantilevered camera off the front. People are like operating it. And then there's a bunch of people riding in the bed of the truck. And there's like... And there's a Vespa. A bunch of cop cars all around the little chute. Who knows? It could just be for like CSI or something. Not yeah. even that, that crazy. So let's try to make a ride up here, dude. Yeah. You know the best thing about driving in LA is there's no traffic laws. <laughs> you just do whatever the fuck you want yeah, to do. Yeah, you just, just don't get pulled over. Which is amazing. Kind of wanted to see something with, uh, you know, all the tents and shit, but let's yeah. go ahead and head to that address you were saying. I want to go there? Yeah. Okay. Let me look it up. So this is a special um, place that I wanted to take you. One Sweet. because you know we we're, we're talking we we're talking about like, um, n- you know, not as much car related stuff talk, right? Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You know, I saw you post up some stuff like, what would you guys want to hear about? Da, 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 da. And then so I'm like big into like architecture and stuff like this, and and this house was special for different reasons. But, um, all right, so we are going to go 101, and then we're just going to exit on Mulholland. Starting route to Santa Monica Mountains National Recreation Area. 
So that, that I just literally, it's, I just did an address just to get us to Mulholland, so. Gotcha. Oh, man. Okay, let me just go straight then. Look at these, these, uh, cops all, like, walking right here. Getting ready to fuck with somebody right now. I don't know. So we're, like, downtown, downtown right now, I guess, or where are we? Yeah. We're, we're right here. We're all the, make a right? Yeah, make a right on Francisco. Guys, if you ever do come to the LA area, I would definitely recommend you guys going we'll share it, right? towards um, the PCH, the drive that we did earlier. Yeah. Very, was... very cool drive. Do you ever uh, take the Porsche out? You know, um, so I was actually going to go cruise around Hollywood Hills and look at some houses and stuff like that with my girl. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we'll take the Porsche. And then I realized, go left at, go left at, no, it says... Which, what street is this? Figueroa. Go left on Figueroa. Yeah, left lane. Okay, one way. All right, cool. So, um, I was like, yeah, I want to just do a little drive, you know, and I get out and drive. Turn the sound off on it. I think you just swipe up. Boom. No voice. No voice. Okay, done. All right, cool. So you guys were going to go driving to Hollywood. Yeah, I was like, oh, let's do that, whatever. And I really wanted to see some cool houses and stuff, so I, like, remembered that the roads are really bad. And oh, that really? And that car is, like, fucking a couple, one or two inches off the ground on the, on the front splitter. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, let's not take this car. But How then often we, do you drive it? Uh, right now, dude, not good. <laughs> really? Every, every time I drive is, like, 450 bucks because I've driven it, like, once in the last five months and that's how much my insurance costs if I can keep the car <laughs> so uh, not worth it right now yeah but that's just be honestly it's because I'm so busy I've been focusing on work like crazy because it's like it's a really important time to, to make money because who knows what the future is going to be like yes and I need to make stack what I can right now to have a buffer for later mm -hmm. so I just ha it's not been a priority to really do much much more than that I've been focusing so much on the business um, that I haven't had any time to like really because I, I've been to like one or two remember I was telling you like one or two like morning coffee meetups yeah. in the last like eight months dude or since February so it's like it's like nothing you know how long after you had the uh, had the car that it lost that uh, initial luster that it did have of you know you just getting the, the GT3 um, well, I still, I still love it. And then when I, when I go, oh man, I'm going to take a drive. It comes back. Mm -hmm. So, okay. One, yeah, I go 110 right here. And then, and then you'll jump on the, uh, no, the 101 or, or the 405 or whatever. Got you. So, uh, I, I don't know, probably like within the first like eight months or something like that. Yeah. It just wasn't. I don't know though, like, cause I was driving it every day for like the first like eight months or a year or something, uh -huh. and I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed driving it every day, driving it to work, etc. Yeah. Um. Uh, one yeah, one one north. So, yeah, I'd say like the first year, and then it kind of like lost a little bit of its like brand new feel. Do I you feel like you'll have that happen with any? Uh 
material possession. I I kind of realized that a lot of these material things like cars and stuff, it, it's not going to ever really do terribly too much for me. Got you. Like even even this like electric car, this S two thousand, I want to daily drive it. Yes. I'm not like. I'm not really that excited about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm excited about the process. I'm excited about the learning of building the car, but I'm not really excited to like drive it per se. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's more like for me, I think I'm a process person. Gotcha. So I enjoyed the process and figuring out how I could physically get that Porsche, right? Well, I enjoy the process and building and figuring out and learning of the process of the S2000 build. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that it's going to be this like a, a crazy feeling actually driving it. I'm going to be like, oh, this is cool, you know, yeah, okay. But I, I don't, I'm not that type of person, mm-hmm. I guess. I, I really enjoy the building up and the uh, the whole process along the way. The the end goal is is always sort of a little bit of a letdown. Does that make sense? Definitely. Definitely, can, you can relate. On yeah, that no, a little I, bit. I, I feel like that so much, dude, and I and I feel like that. Um, you know, the the benefit is in the process, just trying to figure out how to accomplish whatever goal that you have set. Right. But the the payment for me is usually everything overall, rather than the destination. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's just. I've had so many instances where I thought, okay, next, when I get this, I'm going to feel this way. When I get this, I'm going to feel this way. Yeah, Yeah, sure, it does last for a little while, but um, it seems like it lasts even less and less amount of time over time. The bigger your goals get, you know, the more things you accomplish. Yeah, the bigger your goals get, of course. Yeah, you kind of just get used to accomplishing goals, so you're not really looking at the actual benefit at the end of the day. Yeah. You're you're looking at what it's gonna take to get to that. Yeah. Like you know, you building the the EVS two thousand. You came up with the idea, and once the car is totally finished, all of that's gonna come into play. Yeah. From the time you even thought about doing it, you know, the sketches that you made on napkins or whatever it is. Right. You know, that's that's where it's all gonna come into as the the benefit of it. Yep, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. T- totally. Yeah. But so. I do miss those times when I was a lot younger that I had more value in material things and I would get like, you know, a new set of wheels or something and right. that that would last a lot longer. Yeah, I think so, right? Yeah. I think when you're you're younger and like I don't know, I guess I guess I expect a lot from myself too. Yeah. Now, you know? Yeah. Um and then like setting a goal like when I when I was a bit younger and I had I had bought and got my uh, NSX. Oh I, yeah, you know, same kind of feeling. Like, oh man, I'm, I'm on. I, I met my goal. I'm. A, I feel like I'm on top of the world right now. Like, yeah. this is amazing accomplishment. Maybe for my age or whatever I thought at that point in time. Um, but I mean, you kind of everything reality sets in, and you, you maybe you second guess yourself a little bit, or you judge yourself differently, um, and then it just changes, and then your goals change, and the direction changes and you aspire for more or you aspire for something different you just decide on new things yeah so what about you randy you built a lot of uh, very nice cars over the years do, do you feel the joy when the car is finished or just like overall uh yeah mainly when the car is finished or whatever then i just kind of get bored real fast i don't know what it is i just this just 
I get bored super fast, bro, and that's why I don't really have any of my cars anymore. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It only lasts a, a small bit of time, and then it, I get a little bit of feeling back, like, when I take it to shows and, like, I see other people that are enjoying it. But other than that, bro, I just get bored real quick with cars, so... Yep. It's hard for me to find something that nowadays where I'm just like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. And then, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. Yeah. I wonder if this all lends to things like appreciating what you have, you know? Because if I was able to appreciate the things that I had when I had less, I would probably have those feelings for a lot longer. Yeah. Instead of just... You know when I would get a set of wheels now I'm thinking okay now what am I gonna get after this now what's after this and you're just always thinking about the next thing without even just taking time to just sit there and you know bask in in the accomplishment that you just made yeah well like kind of c- coming back to where, where you originally started this with like how did you feel when you got your 911 whatever see the cool thing about I would say with my 911 is that I don't have any desire to modify it yeah and it, it's not going to get any like better per se because i don't want to mo- to change anything mm-hmm. so what i'm able to do is i have a, a cushion where it's not like i'm making payments on it or anything like that like it's my car i have a safe place to store it i can go okay i'm gonna drive that car right now mm-hmm. take it out and that all that comes back to me like oh wow like I've I've really earned this and I have done very well for myself from what I think and mm-hmm. let's remember that and here's to show that accomplishment right and enjoy it and I do enjoy it and then I put it away and I don't think about it for a while and then I bring it back out and I'm like wow this is very cool that I have this gotcha you know what I mean yeah and it's not like my it, it's not like I'm like oh man got to get that next mod on there i got to get this new wheel i got to get this new exhaust system i gotta get it i'm not doing any of that i don't i don't want any of that one of my one of my close friends was like hey i kind of wanted to like mock up and design a really cool exhaust system for the 911 and and i you know um 997 chassis and i'm like he's like would you be interested in like a custom exhaust you don't have to pay for it i just want to you know do one and i want to take pictures of it and i'll get more people interested and i'm like i mean I'll let you like use the car, but you don't need to give me the exhaust. Yeah. Like I don't need the exhaust. And I'm like, I'd actually prefer to not have it. And he's like, Oh, okay, for sure. And then he's like, he probably thought in his head, well, I'll just, I'll just find somebody else that has a car that really wants the exhaust. And it's like nothing particular to him. I I mean, I'd love to support him, you know, like it was Chris from uh, Wisecraft and and I would, and I love to support everything that he does, but he just didn't see the enthusiasm. I wasn't like, hell yeah, bro. I really fucking want an exhaust. Like I kind of just really didn't want one. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I didn't want to modify the car. It's like perfect as is. I don't, I don't have that feeling that I need to do stuff to it. Mm -hmm. And um, I do like having a car that's like that. Like, like this one for you, like, yeah. well, you've modified it, I suppose, but it's not like you're going to just keep continuing to mod it because I guess what's, it's a lease, right? So yeah. it's like, you're going to give it back eventually. Uh, but it's, it's kind of perfect to lease it. Cause then you're like, when you're kind of done with it, you're kind of done with it. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know? Yeah, no, definitely. And there's not any major modifications that I'm going to do or even that I would do. Right. Know, like wide body it or anything yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. No, that dude. Yeah. And, and you, I wouldn't. Even if you owned it outright and whatever it was your, you know, your your car, 
I mean, still, you wouldn't probably want to do any of that stuff. And who cares if somebody tries to give you a kid or whatever? It's still yeah, not yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not gonna that. cut out the fucking quarter panels of this car, dude. Hell right. No. no, I feel you. Yeah, but that. No, I get what you mean, man. And especially just a, a small reminder of why you do this shit every day, too. You know, that's kind of one of the reasons why I even wanted to get this car is just have it as a daily. So every day that I drive it, I'm. At least just having a great experience. Yep, exactly. That's uh, that's enough. And Randy, on the left, we have more tents. Yeah, a little city they made there. Yeah, dude. That people had a hammock in the tree next to their tent. Yeah, I wonder how it gets at it's night, just man. crazy, bro, like little communities. Yeah, dude. I don't know what's happening, and I don't know what's going to happen, but I follow a couple Instagrams, and these Instagram pages are pretty crazy, dude. It'll show... Uh, what's going on all around LA? I guess yeah. people just send them videos. And you're seeing these encampments on fire like daily, dude. Really? Yeah. Jesus. And, and then you see these uh, people that are just on drugs, just like attacking other people. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We got a. Uh... So they they don't really like like how how are they catching on fire? I don't even understand that. Probably from them smoking drugs. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. They're catching so, on fire. So uh, it says 1.3 miles to Barham Boulevard, I guess. Hopefully that's... Basically, we're trying to go up Mall Holland. Okay. And so it should be... I'll tell you if it's right or not. I don't know. So guys, if you're listening to this right now, just close your eyes and just picture that you're just hanging out with us. You're, and, uh, you're, in, you're in the the back passenger side yeah. seat behind me. And if you want to make it even more realistic, just eat some like lemon head candies. Yep. Sit right next to me right here. Right. Pass them over. <laughs> Pass them to him, dude. Oh uh, yeah. Put my arm around you. This one right here? Yeah. Uh, Three quarters? Yeah. <laughs> Barham Boulevard. M6. Uh, or that was a, just a regular six. You had a BMW back in the day, right? Look at that Grand Am right there, bro. Is that Grand Am, that yellow one? Oh, yeah. Looking like an S15, bro. (laughs) (laughs) It does. Yeah, I had a uh, E46 M3 for a while. What did you think of that? Well, you know what's funny is, like, it was a great daily driver. And it was, like, very, very, very lightly modded. It was, like, just perfect. Um, I really, really like that car a lot. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to exit and, and it's going to loop back around and we're going to go across that bridge right there. Gotcha. So it's going to be like around. Okay. So a uh, little... <laughs> Actually, I think we could have gone that way. Fuck, that was what we were supposed to do. Yep. Oh, I missed it. Uh, now yeah. I got to go back. Uh, actually, it's going to loop us. Okay, do this. Make your next left, which would be a bridge across oh, the Oh, I see. Highway. Okay, I know where you're Yeah. All the way back along that other side of the highway. Anyway, so that's a great car, dude. E46 M3 is a fucking sick ass car. I love the way that the steering feels on BMWs. The steering is so good. It's like yeah. I can't, I never gonna miss that. Um, Honda steering always, it's not, it's not great compared to BMW steering is amazing. Uh, it's like the directness of the feel of the handling of the car is so good. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I really, really like that car, and I actually told myself, like, oh, I'm probably, I think, I could picture myself just daily driving a BMW, just, like, from here on out. Yeah. And it's funny that now I, like, don't, but, um, I don't know. I, I, I could definitely see myself in just a daily, like, BMW, maybe not something that like this fancy, 
But, you know, just like a 3 Series or something like that, oh, I yeah. could definitely just dip that on a daily. Yeah, Really, man. really nice car. You know, I was never into BMWs before, but when I got that M4, dude, that shit just blew my mind. Yeah. And, uh... I've re oh, look at that M850i. If it has any uh, numbers after uh -huh. the M, right? it's not really an M. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The sport package or whatever. Yeah. It's not an M, guys. I'm sorry. They like that they're putting M's on everything now. Yeah. But uh, after I got the M4, dude, I, I was hooked, man. And uh, still to this day, I want to have another one in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, probably, you know, like five, ten years from now, just have like a daily. I would love to have an M4. Dude. Yeah. I love that car so much. That's a good car. What uh, what model does David have? He has the E46 M3. Got you. Yeah. What does he have done to that one? Um, Let's see. Well, wheels, he has TEs right now. Mm. And then he has um, suspension, like, I think they're like JRZ coilovers or something. But, like, the more, like, street ones. Gotcha. Uh, and then he's got, I don't know, like, I don't think he really has, like, too many mods. Might have, like, exhaust. Mm -hmm. um, nothing crazy, though. Gotcha. He may have, like, a fancy, like, one of those air boxes or something like that. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. But I mean, dude, it's such a good car, kind of as is. You don't like, you don't really need to do much to it. Yeah. Especially those guys that are like circuit racing them and stuff like that. They're not like, they're not like going, no, they're not turboing them. Like they're not doing crazy swaps or anything like that. They're just like a really good car. So I guess there's gonna be a stoplight up here, and then we'll just kind of continue to go straight. Gotcha. We should see that. Oh yeah. Okay, so. That was where we were gonna go. Oh, cross then, over that one. Oh time. wait, wait, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. Go right, right here. Fuck, sorry. Oh shit. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go for that. I was like, hell no, bro. That was too tight. Okay, okay, it's, it's rerouting again. <laughs> this is this is proving to be more difficult. Fucking Ryan, bro. No, dude, because I, I turned yeah, I turned damn. it off because I don't we don't want to hear it, right? Uh, you know when uh, I got the M4 for Christmas, uh, Ashley bought me a pass to go to that uh the thermal racetrack yeah um out by uh well it's in thermal thermal yeah it's uh like by um coachella valley yeah. like out that way all right so look at look at see gotcha. not not too much further down you gotta hug right and then we're gonna go back up hill park drive all right, right there cool. damn okay. frank you be missing all the turns just living life baby oh uh, yeah not this one the next one anyways we we were able to drive like five it was uh, right there Stock there beamers. Oh my god, that was another turn! <laughs> I just yeah, told you, man. <laughs> I just told oh, you. fuck. Maybe we should just... Okay, we just... Okay, literally, you gotta go back across the highway right here. We're doing a circle. So get in the left lane. Oh, for real? Yeah. Jesus, bro. <laughs> uh, hold on, I gotta get over. I gotta get over. <laughs> uh, so, make a left right here? Ford something. So, uh, yeah. I'll make a left right here. Pilgrimage Bridge. Go left right here. Alright, let's try this again. We should have just put it on the... I know, dude. <laughs> Fuck. On this big-ass 8-inch GPS right here. Yeah. That's a nice screen, too, on, like, the driver's screen. Oh, yeah, dude. I love it, man. It looks like a Motec uh, C1212. Stock Motec, bro. Yeah. It probably has it. You know, I'm gonna tell everybody this has stock Bowtech. M Tech. M Tech. Yeah, dude. The only complaint I had about this car is just way too quiet. But once I put the downpipes, yeah, it opened it up a hey, lot. Hey, so dude. 
so I read online that that there's a lot of cars these days, like these kind of like you know Grand Touring or whatever cars, mm-hmm. and they actually have exhaust note through some of the speakers, and, yeah. it, and it like aids the uh, um, inside because the yeah, driving well, experience is different because all these everything's insulated too mm-hmm. well, so you don't hear what's going on outside of the car. So they actually through the speakers they play a little bit of the exhaust note. Holy shit. And I'm wondering if this car had that. I don't know. I've heard of that before, but I've never actually heard it. Didn't we but watch that, but that's like, the thing, though. It's so good that you think that it's actually... It could be that, then. The car. Yeah, I thought I watched a thing with you with an electric car that was making, like, a fucking rumble noise. Like, it was a feature. Yeah. And it made it sound like a V8 or whatever. Yeah. For people that, like, miss the sound and give it yeah. more of, like, a drive. Mm. Yeah, I've heard of that. I've actually heard of that on the... Uh, Joe Rogan podcast. He's okay. talked about it before, but actually being in the car, I'm not sure. And this may have it. I have no idea. I don't think so. But now you, it doesn't well, even matter. Yeah, now it doesn't even have it. Or it doesn't matter. So. The, when we did the downpipes, this shit just came to life, dude. Yeah, I bet. So insane. And um, then we got the... That little uh, Versa just fucking went around you like you were nothing, dude. Hey, don't, don't fuck with uh, Uber drivers, bro. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even realize it was an Uber driver. All right, here's the car. Okay, 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 okay. So you gotta you gotta look at the screen. All right, guys. Hey, shut up back there. I hear you, bro. Quiet yeah. back there. Uh, quiet. Right. Not you. Can't miss the turn. listener. All right, right here. Yeah. Right here. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. no. See. No, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Fuck, because this okay. This is where we exit, right? This is where yeah. we exit. So literally, your next right, and it's gonna sneak up. Oh, on right you. here, right here. Yeah, right here. All right, right guys. This, this car's poking out. Alright guys Holy shit Fine got it Okay This is half the battle Yeah Let's see that other street Straight? Yeah go go straight And then you go Go right over that bridge (laughs) Guys let us know What you think of this content Does it make you feel like You're really in the car? Or you're just stressed out Because you're like Are they ever gonna Fucking get there? I don't know Probably make make them Feel sick like me bro Jesus Yeah Randy's about to Bar from the back I don't know if it's my driving or all the fucking candy that he's Definitely eating. your driving, bro. Could be a little bit of lemon heads, but probably most of the driving. <laughs> he's like Kramer's lemon friend, dude. Yeah. The one that's bootlegging the movies with all the candy. Yeah. <laughs> dude, fucking. Oh, man. I love Seinfeld. You see, I, I, I had to save. Ooh. I literally had this shirt, like, saved up. Yeah. I have so many shirts, you know? And then when you gave me this one, this is like your Seinfeld yeah. you know, reminiscent one. And I was like, I'm just going to hold on to this. I'm going to wear it when, like, there'll be a day that I'm going to need to wear Special this Special day. Yeah. <laughs> Today's today. the day, baby. Today's the I day. I love it, man. This could so, turn into a future show. Who knows? This could be. We could be like that dude in the uh, Escalade where we're getting followed by cops. Yeah, I know. And yeah. We're just driving around just with a sh- cameraman. Shooting us downtown. Yeah. We don't need to have a show to do that, bro. We get followed by the cops right now. Yeah, yeah. right? Just have to just give her a little on the gas and... And we'll be followed by some cops in no time. Doing a what tour. is this? Yeah, this is like a tour. Taco tour? Taco. What? So, right, Ryan, so what we're doing right now is we're going up Mulholland. Okay, cool. Which is obviously a famous spot in Los Angeles that overlooks the city. Um, I don't know the area too well. I've just been up here a couple times. But uh, there's this home that I saw, and I, I was following it for a little while. It was kind of well known, and I'm not going to tell you the name of the house yet because I'm going to leave that until we're, when we're there. Uh-huh. But uh, it's a mid century home. Uh, architect is John Lutner, 
And if anybody's, I probably butchered his name a little bit just because, you know, it's something that you read and you don't like hear the name very often or people tell you. But uh, yeah, the, the architect John Littner in like, I don't know the exact year this house was built. Super cool house, mid-century modern design. It's over the side of a cliff. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, look at this. Like you could see LA. Wow, downtown. I've never been up here before. So I came, I came here like maybe, I don't know, three, four months ago. Yeah. When it was when there was no cars on the road, and it was so clear, dude. The city you could see everything. There was no pollution. Oh no way! Oh, it was so nice. That that lookout was closed, but we just like got out of the car, parked on the side of the road, walked over kind of to the lookout, checked it out. Super neat. Super super neat. Wow. So uh, just stay on. I think it's the just right. Keep going. Yeah, just keep going. Okay. Wow, this is actually a cool area. And yeah, on, dude. On the other side over there, you could see the. Uh, the Hollywood Hills with the Hollywood sign. Which yeah, is pretty dope. and this is pretty much still kind of the Hollywood Hills. Yeah, just, like just the other, like, other side of the other freeway. Other side, yeah, yeah, whatever. So, um, keep going this way. Uh, keep going left, yeah. But yeah, all these homes are super fancy. Everything's really neat. Like I, I just there, there's a lot of great architecture through these hills. Um, I have a lot of fun, kind of just like driving around and looking at some of these homes. But uh, eventually, when we get a little bit further up, it's probably going to be not much further than this. Uh, it's going to be on our left side. Oh, uh, this house right here with the green fence on it is uh, made by Art Vandelay. 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 <laughs> Vandelay, Vandelay made that one in uh, 68. It's a Vandelay special. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a John Littner house that we're, that we're going to check out. I just think it's really cool. They recently uh, renovated it. Uh, but I wanted to give Frank some inspiration on this one, actually. Hell yeah. So to the right, right here. And uh, I do want to just stop. There's actually kind of like a pullout area where we can maybe just kind of like do a quick walk in front. And you could just kind of see it. Or we could stay in the car. You just drive by really slow. Yeah, let's uh, go ahead and pull to the side, man. We can... Uh... So it, it's just got like great architecture. The roof is just incredible. The, the arch of the roof... Um, if you guys want to look it up, I, I haven't told you the name of the house yet because that's still a surprise. Um, Ooh, I'm, I'm excited, But you, you can see, like, straight through it. It's just an incredible home, and it's just right off the road. Sweet. And it's coming up pretty soon. I will eventually see it. But, yeah, there's some great houses up in this area. Bro, I've never even been over here before. Yeah, this but you've heard, awesome. of Mul you've heard Mulholland before. Yeah, but never up to this way. Yeah. This is very cool, man. Yep. This is going to be a nice drive. Okay, so I think it's coming right up here on the left. Okay. Let me see, let me see, let me see. It's almost like you can miss it. But I think it's right right on the left right here. It's hard to see it, but it's just you can keep going a little. This car yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's right here, and this is called the Garcia House. Shut up! Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, dude. So I thought it would be pretty neat. And then you can't, like, we're going to have to look at pictures of it on the other side. Because these this is typical of mid-century modern homes like this. Yeah. Is They don't look like much from the outside. Yeah. But as soon as you're in the house, it's a whole experience. Uh-huh. And, like, look, you could see straight through. Like, you could wow. see, like, that whole ent entry. Like, you, that's the cool thing about these houses is you don't know that anything significant is there yeah. until you're inside or you see it from like, let's say down the hill or from across the canyon. 
but the whole roof of this house it starts low and see how it just kind of like goes like it goes up over. arches down yeah. and it's all cantilevered and hanging off the side of the cliff and it's all windows Sick. it's a super neat neat house but this is the garcia house oh dude so i wanted to uh show you this because you know you're saying hey if there's any cool houses you wanted to see or whatever but this is this is your this is your house dude i love it bro super sick you know what guys i think this should be the uh the end of the pod right here okay great way to end it man let's put this equipment away and let's uh let's see what this m has has in store okay. for us man so before we get out of here uh let everybody know where they can find you at uh you can find me on instagram it is rywire underscore motorsport underscore electronics yeah. i think that's, that's right it. That's but just it. just go to just search rywire and you'll find it um, that's pretty much where I spend my time on YouTube. You could find me just search Rywire and then you'll see the the link for that page. So hell yeah. And Randog RCG underscore motorsports, hell yeah. I love it man. Okay. And uh, please let us know guys if you want to see more of this content. This was actually very fun. You know, it's a uh, it, it's it's taking away from the job aspect of it mm -hmm. and bringing the fun right. back so i really like to do this a uh, huge thank you to our sponsors heel to automotive been around since 2002 supplying you guys with all your honda parts um and then ryan rywire thank you again for sponsoring yeah, the podcast of man course, i really really appreciate it oh yeah uh, make sure you guys check them out at rywire.com or like he said on instagram at rywire underscore motorsport underscore electronics and our newest sponsor action clutch Really, really excited to have them on board. A huge member of the community. And uh, everything's made in LA, man. So make sure you guys check them out at actionclutch.com or on Instagram at actionclutch. And uh, please just let us know if you like this kind of podcast. This is just something that we threw together to have like a fun day. And uh, it worked. So it worked for me. It I'm did. happy. Thanks, happy. man. Of course, uh, yeah. man. Thank you guys for coming. And uh, we out. Peace.